I don't know what the, what you're fucking talking about, actually. No. Well, they stand back. I'm gonna morb. Yeah, they they took morbid. They like put a twitch. You start the show. We're gonna talk about it. Yeah. Little do you realize it's it's okay. funny. Okay. Hi guys. Uh, welcome to episode 199. We're one episode away from episode 200 of Big Trouble Podcast. I am Joe Dubs. Hey, I'm Andy. It's Morbin time. Wait, I'm Chaz. That's the wrong Mastodon, thing. Saber-tooth <laughs> Tiger, Pterodactyl, Triceratops, Triceratops, Dragonzord. Yeah, I'm back. Heart. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> And we are troopers. We are VR virtual reality troopers. Okay. <laughs> and we are back, and we're going to be ending it with Star Trek: The Next Generation, the Nemesis movie. Uh, the infamous. The Nemesis. That's what <laughs> it's called in theaters. Yes. Star. <laughs> Star Trek Nemesis. But before we get into uh, Star Trek, what the hell you guys been playing, watching, or doing? I'll go first uh, because I did a lot of things. Uh, I started Stranger Things. The new season and no talk, no spoilers. Uh, I will give you this there is a character, um, that's in the upside down world that is played by uh, fucking Freddy Robert England, whatever his name is, England, England, England. He is the monster in the new Stranger Things, and that's, that's all fun. that's all I will say, um, because they cool. do bring some 80s horror, which Zach will like. Um, this season is a lot more darker, uh, which is funny, by the way, because the reviews is like, Stranger Things is not fun anymore. It's so dark. And I'm like, fuck. It's- it was it was always kind of dark. Yeah. <laughs> so it, was it, was it was always kind of dark. Like, I think they're doing it right. Like, each season is kind of like, I don't want to say, growing with the characters, mm-hmm. kind of. Like, the, the yeah. stakes are different the stakes are kind of raised in a different i don't know i th- I, th- I think it's cool i think they're doing a cool thing i know i ordered a pizza from domino's the other day and they sent it in an 80s style yes stranger things box i was like oh, oh shit like this. this is cool <laughs> <laughs> i have that box in my fridge it was pretty neat yeah. it has uh it has the goddamn noid on it i was like oh, this is cool <laughs> all, all the uh all the kids are like like last season, like they were all like little kids, and now they're like all fucking teenagers and shit, or like yeah. about to turn uh, eighteen and stuff. So it's a little weird. Um, but they still have more Dungeons and Dragons, which is fun. Uh, so I I highly recommend it. I haven't finished it yet. Uh, because I've been getting into a habit of not binging uh, a lot of shows. I've been doing like a weekly kind of thing, so that like. I bring back the old school TV shows where I'm like excited to watch next week, which a lot of streaming services are doing that now where they put one episode a week and you have to like tune in and shit. And I mean, that's a good business practice. If you want people signed up for your shit, I guess instead of just watch it all in one hit and then cancel your service. Um, another thing I've seen, uh, which I think Chaz is going to, you know, bring up an old story probably. Uh, but I've seen Top Gun 2, uh, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I will say, I'm not going to spoil it because uh, it's really good. Um, I want to see it. So yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, it's better than Top Gun 1. And I will put this caveat, caveat, and I won't say like all of Marvel, but now Marvel. Everything that's been coming out recently, post-pandemic. Uh, and also, 
all of Star Wars post pandemic and Top Gun one all put together, Top Gun two is better. <laughs> yeah, it, none of those have fighter jets in them, so okay, makes sense. Yeah, Tom Cruise isn't in any of those except the first Top Gun, so yeah. You know. And and Miles Teller only has a mustache in one of them, so that's, okay. That's I, also I, I have to know your scars for Top Gun one. Okay, so I hear I, I'll go ahead and admit it. I I used to love the original Top Gun movie. Who wouldn't? Mm-hmm. Uh, in college, I lived in a fraternity, and the summer that I was there, uh, I was there to to take summer courses so I could finish my chemistry minor early. And my roommates, typical fraternity brothers, take your stereotypes. They they apply. Every single night would come home drunk from the bar at 2 a.m. and would put on Top Gun and would sing to the top of their lungs, would sing You Lost That Love and Feeling and uh, Danger Zone. And I, I still occasionally have nightmares of the scene where Goose dies just because I was awakened by that movie so many times in college. <laughs> like literal hundred times I've, I've woken up because that movie's playing full blast. Okay. Uh, so that is why I hate that movie. It, again, I acknowledge that I it's a good movie, but if I have to hear that fucking movie, like anything about it at all, any references, anything, it's like uh, it's like nails on a chalkboard now. So um, when it's like you, shock therapy. When you go to the beach and you see grown muscled men playing volleyball, does it bring? Does it like play it with the boys? Does that yeah. does that scar you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't have to hear the song every time. Uh, if I heard the song, yes, that would probably get under my skin. But no, nah, that just seems like, damn, man. I could just see nice. a guy with a boombox coming by and you're just like watching them play volleyball and you're like, Kenny Loggins comes on playing with the boys. And you're just like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so if it helps at all, I, I did get a little itchy watching our, our beach blast tapings a while back when we were watching the scene where Sting and the others were on the beach playing volleyball because it had very strong vibes. And I was like, mm, this is getting a little weird. I swear to God, if Kenny Loggins comes <laughs> on, I'm, I'm going to get upset. But it didn't happen, so we didn't have to go there. I didn't have my PTSD flashback. Man, Kenny Loggins did a lot of 80s movies, like soundtracks and shit. It's, mm-hmm. it's fucking Chad. Uh, anyway, go see it. Highly recommend it. The fucking, like, the air fighter scenes and all that stuff, the dog fights, fucking top notch. Apparently, Tom Cruise... Top actually, Gun. Yeah, Top Gun. <laughs> Apparently, he did some of that shit, so... Does this mean we'll get Top Run 2? <laughs> Can we possibly get a sequel to Days of Thunder? <laughs> Come on, let's go. <laughs> it's it's just it's just an hour and forty minutes of people bitching about restrictor plates. I know. Goddamn, when I raced, there was no fucking restrictor <laughs> plates, and I crashed thirty times. <laughs> I can still go. <laughs> I'd be Revelations too. Resident Evil Revelations too. So, oh, really? yeah. yeah, good job. I, I should. Did you play the DLC episodes yet? Uh. I'll do that this weekend. Hit the shivers, <laughs> boy! You get him! <laughs> you gotta play Rainbow, too, at least a little bit. Yeah. Zach's making an overachiever over here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a liar, so <laughs> you got me there. Uh, hey, I mean, you, you, you actually beat it before me, but I'm like, I'm right there. I'm right there. So if anything, so. Uh, soon we have to get that uh, in there so that we can get to the Metal Gear podcast. Uh yeah. So, and you get to keep your hair. Uh, yeah, I mean, I shaved a little bit of it because uh, you didn't play the DLC. So you just shave, just shave half since you didn't play the DLC. Yes. 
Uh, I'm settled with that. I was just telling Andy I didn't want to brush my hair anymore, so I just shaved my hair. So anyway, uh, another thing. Trying to think that it, if I watched anything lately. No. I feel like you're just stalling, so we don't have to talk about Nemesis. Uh, do you Pit- hate watch the Halo TV show again? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I want to like bring that up, by the way, because we, we had post. <laughs> I made a fucking hour and 31 minute review. I fucking did eight hours, four hours of editing, four hours of uploading just for YouTube to be like, nah, nah, bitch, you ain't fucking posting this for blocking. It was an me. hour and a half long? Uh, an hour and 21 minutes. I went through. What, what are you fucking red letter media? Fucking count it down. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I really hope it's just like an hour and 20 minutes of just like. Uh, like screen, nothing else. And he just shows up and says, it fucking suck. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I I did my stupid like fucking dad jokes even though I'm not a dad. Like the, I I was like, yeah, so little John uh came up to the artifact and I'm like, no, 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 not little John and I would play like little John, you know, yeah, okay. Like a sound clip in the middle of it. I'm like, no, not that guy. It's like stupid like humor that way. Uh but yeah, I went through every episode and just told how stupid it was uh and to not watch it. And I had to put it on Rumble because I was I was like I'm not fucking editing this shit again. I don't have an editor. I'm. I this was my whole fucking Sunday. I woke up. I was like hmm, I did a good thing. I I recorded on Saturday. Uh, Sunday I'm just gonna edit everything that I just fucking did. And then eight hours later, YouTube's like, Nah, bitch, we're fucking blocking you. Well, I, I hate to I hate to be a little pessimistic, but no one's gonna find it organically on fucking Rumble. So yeah, if, if listeners want to find it, how do they find you on Rumble? What are what are you? Just go look up Big Trouble Podcast. I put us on there. Um, gotcha. I also put it on Twitter. So if you hashtag it, um, it's still floating around. Just nobody gives a shit. <laughs> I just put it out there. I guess like they Paramount Plus is saying it's the biggest fucking show. On their thing, and I I disagree because people still watch Star Trek, and you have strange big big and good are not the same thing. Yeah, 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 big, yeah, big and good are very different. And I can tell you now from personal experience, I have Paramount Plus for exactly one reason, and it's been to watch TNG. So, so I'm the only one who doesn't have Paramount Plus. I guess I, mean, I guess so. I don't. I I didn't have it until this recent venture. So I've almost got it several times. I'm about to finish up Deep Space Nine. And I'm getting the itch to like just go straight into Voyager, and I guess I'm gonna have to get it for that because it's. I it's don't actually have it. I'm oh, okay. back off my dad's. So. Uh, well. <laughs> Is your dad a Star Trekker? No, no. He has to watch uh, fucking uh, the, the Kevin Costner show. Oh, no, the fucking what, what was it called? Uh, Open a- Range, 1883, no. Yellowstone. Yeah, that and the the show that's that it spun off of. Eighteen. Well, Yellowstone came before 1883. Yeah. But it, Those. He got he uh, got it for that stuff mostly. It, by the way, it, oh, go ahead. I, I was gonna say I, I know I said it before in the show. Eighteen eighty three is the best show on Paramount Plus. Yeah, you did say that. Yeah, so I recommend it if you want to spend that money. But I mean, if you like Star Trek, like all the old shows, and uh, they have like CS, like a thousand CSI shows, if you want to watch that, uh, that's on there as well. But Chaz, what were you gonna say? I'm just going to give the the tip to Andy. If you're if you are or anyone listening who wants to do it, if you're looking to get Paramount Plus, little tidbit, their actual app client is garbage, 
but you can purchase it through Amazon Prime. So if you have uh, Amazon that's Prime, do it then. you can you can link it to your subscription through them and get it as a channel. It's so much better because you get Amazon Prime's interface, but you get all the selection of the Paramount Plus features. Um, I always do that whenever I can it. anyway because I use a Fire Stick and it'll make all my shows turn up right there on the main page. Yeah, but I had to learn the hard way because it's on my television and, and actually on my phone. Paramount Plus was effectively just not operative. Like it would <laughs> crash constantly. It was such a headache. And then I, I had to finagle around and cancel subscription and, and resubscribe uh, under my Amazon account. But um, they are two separate things, which is also annoying. You can't just sign up for one and then move it. But uh, yeah, if you're going to do it, subscribe under your Amazon Prime account, like through the Amazon Prime app. That's a, That's the way to do it. Yeah, but that's that's all I've been doing. Um, I'm looking to get into Mass Effect series again uh, because I never played three, and I want to do that. Uh, and I've never beaten the best Fallout game, as I've heard of Fallout New Vegas. I've never beaten that, and I've heard there's like good villains in that game. So uh, that's my plan for gaming. Uh, but Zach, what, what the hell have you been watching, playing, or doing? Well, I've been watching, uh, I played Resident Evil Revelations 2, and like I said, I'm like, I'm this close to beating the main game right there. And then I'm going to do the DLC, and then I'm going to play Raid Mode, which Raid Mode's actually fun anyway. So you can get a little reprieve from that game playing that. Um, I've still been chipping away at some some books here and there, and I'll get into them later. Uh, watched... I've watched all the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. I've never, I've never seen them before. Um, and I talked about the first one a little bit on one of the shows we did. It might've been the last one. Uh, uh, but I watched two, two, three, and four. What'd you think about four? Hang on. Okay. <laughs> That's what I really want to know. <laughs> all right. So two was like pretty good. I, I feel like, uh, I want to go watch the Richard Donner Richard cut Donner for it. Cut. See how different it is because it felt more comedic. If it's convenient, I want to watch it with you when you watch it because I've always wanted to see it too. We'll save that for for some time then. Yeah, uh, it's on. Uh, I think it's on HBO Max actually. Oh, for real? I didn't yeah. know it was like an official release or whatever. I thought it was more mm-hmm. of a fan of it. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So before the Snyder cut, there was the Richard Donner cut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, People were going crazy on Twitter for that. There was there was an outcry for it for years apparently, but uh, Superman three was boring as shit and it felt weird and but at the same time it was like Christopher Reeve as Superman is so likable. Mm-hmm. Him as Clark Kent, I especially like that dynamic they have and there's a lot of that stuff in that movie. Best Clark it's, Kent ever, I think. I kind of agree. Yeah, really. Like so far, I've only ever seen two live action so far, but yeah. <laughs> uh. That weird thing, though, where, like, he gets fake kryptonite and he has to fight himself and his Superman self is evil. I didn't really understand that. That felt fucking weird. It <laughs> it felt like a comic book, though. I, I will give him that. Like, they tried to capture that comic book feel. But, yeah, yeah it, it, it was silly like as fuck, a, though. <laughs> it might have felt like a comic book from the 50s or something. Yeah. <laughs> the early 60s, but, yeah. Uh, I could not buy fucking... Richard Pryor as a goddamn computer scientist. Like, what was that? (laughs) That was ridiculous. Uh, Like, that guy's like a, he's a genius hacker somehow. Just 
whatever. But uh, Super Bowl Four was interesting <laughs> because, like, I kept hearing like, "Oh, this is considered to be one of the worst movies of all time." I'm like, "Really? Okay." So you know, I went I went in there with that knowledge, watching it before, and uh, it's pretty bad. There's a lot of big plot holes. There's a bunch of there's gaping chasms. <laughs> Uh, I was surprised. Like there was like that shit going on where he was doing a double date. Like he was dating the, the lady that owns the paper now, and he was dating Lois Lane. He switched between Superman and Clark Kent. Just this just happened randomly in the middle of the movie, and I'm like, why is he doing this? This doesn't seem like something he would do. Some producer thought, oh, this will be funny. You got to put this in the movie. You got to put it in there. I feel like that's something the asshole Superman would do. You know, like, mm-hmm. like the one. Uh-oh. Um, uh oh. The thing with Nuclear Man was like kind of not explained very well, and apparently there was some some stuff cut from it where Lex Luthor makes one Nuclear Man before that, and he he's supposed to look like more artificial or fake or some shit, and Superman just destroys him like easily, and he's he's gonna be like fuck, well that one didn't work, I'll make a better one this time, and that that's that's when we get the second one with the fingernails. What do you think of Gene Hackman as Lex uh, Luthor? Not Luger. I feel like I feel like he's pretty representative of the, uh, we'll, we'll say before modern times Lex Luthor, because mm-hmm. uh, like before that he's just evil guy. He's just evil guy that that has schemes. He does he doesn't he's not like how Lex Luthor is known now, where he's like a legitimate businessman. He's got political connections and he's actually really well liked in the public opinion and stuff. Uh, that was like something that kind of came along, I think, later. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's fine, though, I guess. He's kind of entertaining. I always just think his scenes are really weird, though. Like, he's always hanging out in these fucking museums or something that he's bought or, or whatever. And he's, he buys, like, what the fuck was it? He was, he was hanging out with some woman dressed up, like, from the 1700s in France mm-hmm. <laughs> in, that, in that penthouse. I don't know what. Those, those movies are so strange. They get really strange after Superman 2. <laughs> Um, I also watched uh, Obi Wan the the first two episodes of that that came out. Okay, how is it? Uh, it's pretty good. Um, it was cool seeing Ewan McGregor as, as Obi Wan again, and there's they're clearly doing a thing where it's it's like he's very affected by by the events that happened in the prequels. Mm-hmm. He seems like real burned out and just like a shell of his former self. It's it's interesting. Uh, he's even a bit curmudgeonly. That's the. Uh, uh, by the way, I forgot to mention I watch Obi Wan as well, and just like I like that, I like that he's affected by the Clone Wars, like he's having PTSD and shit. Oh uh, yeah, but there's like stuff that is like creaking through. I'm like, oh, they're messing around with possible changing of the trilogy, the the OG trilogy. With, with this new character that is there. Um, and I'm just like, I'll see where it goes. Uh, but if we'll they see where it goes, yeah. If, if you're talking about the character I think of, it's, it's coming off really try hard right now. And mm-hmm. I'm getting my patience is wearing thin. I want to know where this is going, like already. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, it was all, it was pretty good. I also watched Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I really want to watch that. I haven't got to it yet. It was good. It's fun. It's it's very much in the vein of it kind of it'll kind of remind you of Roger Rabbit a little bit. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. So 
and there's all kinds of references and stuff. Plus, I I loved that show when I was a kid, so it was it was fun to watch. I got VHSs that. of it still in the next room. Oh, just you wait. There, there'll be VHSs in 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 the movie too. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all I got. All right, Andy, you're up. Uh, I don't know if this counts, but I went to see a a actual in person comedy show, so I thought I'd bring it up. I saw John Mulaney, and uh, he was hilarious. I get, I didn't realize he had been to uh, rehab, and this is his tour <laughs> post being in rehab. And that's like you know the the, the like even the t shirt says like I saw him when he got out of rehab. So that's, that's like the whole gag. But um, because I was seeing him in Columbus, Ohio, and because he lives in Dayton, Ohio, he invited Dave Chappelle to come open for him. So. Just they didn't announce it. It wasn't like when That's you bought the awesome. ticket, it didn't say it. Dave Chappelle just came up and just surprise opened the show, and it was super cool. It was the first time he said he'd been on stage since he was attacked in L.A. So his entire set was about the guy who attacked him in L.A. It was really funny. Like John Mulaney was <laughs> fucking hilarious. Don't get me wrong, and that's why we went. But Dave Chappelle was my favorite part. Like, it was just so cool to, for them to be like, uh, Dave Chappelle's here. Dave Chappelle, everybody. It comes out. Just, <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> it's just really cool. Was uh, um, was Dave Chappelle drinking? Because he's funny when he's fucking drunk. He I don't think he was. No? It's not that I recall. I mean, obviously, his set was short because he was just doing, like, a quick opener. But mm-hmm. it, it was cool. He still he did, like, 15 to 20 minutes, and it was all really funny. But yeah, that that was that was real delight. I, I had a lot of fun with that. Um, other was that than the that, one? Was that like uh, the that was the show in Columbus, like in the middle of the week, like yeah, last week or the week before? It was Friday. All oh, this past Friday? Uh, or Friday before? Uh, week week ago Friday. Yeah, I'm kicking myself even more now. It's like my one of my dreams <laughs> I was, to see Dave Chappelle live. And, when we went, and I was I, like, uh, I wonder if I wondered if you would be there because I know you like John Mulaney. I couldn't go. Yeah, I've seen John Mulaney once live, and it was great. Uh, mm-hmm. His way back. This is, this is like right when he was starting to get famous at Simon Huntington uh, uh, at the Keith Alby, and that that was pretty great. Uh, but yeah, he's he's hilarious. I we actually were looking at getting tickets, but um, I had to work, so uh, we can't. Yeah, that's that's okay. It happens, but uh, yeah, that's that's a bummer because this past weekend I was also there. I'll talk about that later. But but yeah, okay. I'm but, jealous uh, of you in all my envy. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a really good show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, other than that, um, I played. I, I'm back into Yakuza Like a Dragon. Game's still hilarious, but nothing new to say there. I played through and beat Air Combat for the PlayStation One. It's a pretty short game, so it was pretty easy to do. Honestly, I was mainly motivated because I wanted to unlock the F-22 because it's my favorite jet in the game. But once you unlock it, you're like three levels from the end. <laughs> so I just beat it. Uh, <laughs> I've actually played it on my Polymega. I don't. I have so many nice things to say about the Polymega, and every subsequent update has added new cool features. They added something now where you can put slash music in the search bar, and it'll show you only the disc games that you can play the soundtrack off of. So, like, you, you can put slash music and choose Symphony of the Night, and it just plays the Symphony of the Night soundtrack, like, from your television, which is really cool. And in this last update, they added a slash random function, and you type that in, and it just randomly chooses a game from your library and boots it, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> and I'm, I can't wait till I get that thing. I still haven't heard anything about when it's going to ship, though. Yeah, every time they post something on Twitter, there's every ply, oh, shipping update, shipping update, shipping update, come on. But uh, by the time you get it, they're going to have added all these cool features to play around with, too. So look forward to that. Um, I watched uh, Perfect Blue 
the the anime Satoshi Kone from 1995. I I love that movie. I, there's not a lot to say about it besides I love that movie and I watched it again. Uh, I watched Aladdin. Yeah, the Disney movie. Just the original one. Yeah, the original one. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a good just, one. Just because, why not? We needed something to watch. Uh, Aladdin, whatever. And it's that thing where it's like, put on Aladdin. We're just gonna fall asleep anyway, and then I end up watching the whole thing because I fucking love Aladdin. Well, I saw the live action Aladdin with Low T Jafar in it. You know, I saw Low T Jafar. <laughs> Ask our mutual friend about Low T Jafar. <laughs> and I've been watching over the last two weeks. I've gone through like two seasons of Deep Space Nine. Like. I'm I'm on a parallel journey to Chucky through his D and G stuff, and I'm over here on Deep Space Nine, and I've gone through all the stupid Dominion War stuff, and a lot of people like that part of the series. I think that's the low point because they're doing all the goofy, doofy nonsense Star Trek stuff mixed in with the serious stuff. But once the war starts, it's serious business twenty four seven. They don't have time to do any goofy stuff for a while. Is that when and Cisco's I, like? I want to win this war. And then he goes to like one of the Kardashians like, yeah, go on there, plant a bomb. Let's fucking make it look like the dominions are causing shit. And then he's like, no, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> is it, is it? I, I don't think I'm quite that far. Cause the war's still going on, but they're back on D space nine. They did retake it. Like that's okay. how far I am in the actual war. I've seen some of these episodes before, but I never finished the series. I just kind of started in the middle. Cause it's, Dude, like it, it's so funny. Cause Cisco's like, I want to win this. We need to do this. We're going to do this. Cisco's a twisted motherfucker in that mm. show, too. Like, I kind of wanted to talk about this anyway, so I'm glad you kind of, like, gave me a jumping off point. Like, Deep Space Nine goes fucking hard sometimes. Deep Space Nine is the only piece of Star Trek media to have the N-word in it. Oh, And it, it, they played it on cable television. Mm -hmm. Whoa. In the original airing, it was unedited as well. Like, they didn't bleep it or anything. I'm and it's just, it's just, it's just the context of it is really interesting because it's like a dumb, stupid time travel thing. But like when they when they say it, it's it's like you know it's poignant enough because they're making a point. But I was still like, whoa, what? <laughs> you can't <laughs> do that. And of course, they say like you know, damn and hell and bastard and stuff like that all the time. But I was damn like, hell oh, bastards. <laughs> and there's an episode like a minor spoiler, but not really. Um, there's like terrorists in this this neutral zone. The Maquis have been causing all these troubles, and uh, someone defects from the Federation and goes mm -hmm. over there. And Cisco takes it personally, and he's trying to catch him all the time, and he keeps getting away and it's pissing him off. And he's uh, they do this thing where they like attack some planets that can, some Cardassians are on because they're Cardassian settlers, and they took this land away from human from Federation settlers. So the Maquis attack these planets and fuck them up, and the, the Cardassians have to evacuate. And Cisco's like, oh, "I'm sick of I'm sick of losing to this guy. Sometimes you got to be the bad guy." And he straps chemical weapons to, to photon torpedoes, goes to a Maquis planet, and calls them on, on the you know on the, the space radio. So guess what, motherfuckers? I'm going to I'm going to poison this entire planet unless you surrender. And of course, the guy calls him and was like, you're not going to do that. You're a Federation pilot. Of course, having seen hours and hours and hours of Star Trek in your life, you think he's not going to do it. And of course, all the crew is like, there's no way he can do even this. Even Worf. This is like, this is like a war. Yeah, even Worf is like, uh, uh, Captain, this is uh, this causes just a war crime or something like that. And the guy's like, he won't do it. And, and Cisco's like, watch me. And fucking hangs up on the guy. And does it? He poisons the entire goddamn planet. Oh shit! <laughs> and this guy's like, oh, I surrender, and, he, and Cisco wins. 
But it's like, Jesus Christ, at what cost? And <laughs> by the way, he never answers any crime of that, by the way. No, and nothing, nothing really like, <laughs> comes, like what the, the, the Star Trek good kind of ending to it is the stuff, the way they poison the planet is poisonous to human beings, but not to Cardassians. So the Cardassians that were displaced by the Maquis attack just switch places with the humans. So all the settlers still have a homestead, but still it's like, it's pretty fucked up. Like he, he uses biological weapons on an entire planet. Just to prove a point and capture one single guy. Yeah, the fact that that shows dark as shit something. And it deals with like rape. And there's like a whole episode where you find out one of the main characters' mothers was uh, a comfort lady for the occupying forces in the past, which is like something they kind of take from like uh, uh, the, the Japanese when they were invading China had comfort women. And basically it was just like prostitutes. Like, they just like got women, Chinese women and just made them do whatever they wanted with Japanese officers. You know, it's like real fucked up. They just take that story and, and transplant it into this fun space romp on television. It's like, Jesus, and all this murder. The, the, the show goes hard in the paint. It's really good. I it's it. it's Deep Space Nine hits a lot of, a lot of like personal politics and all that stuff it gets deep into that and it, yeah. it does it in a good way that you learn a lesson and it's not making you look stupid where it's like oh white man's always fucking racist they're like no like a lot of shit happens like stuff actually happens and humans are not perfect pretty much yeah you know it's it's a really good show. it's not all just like grim dark bullshit like every once in a while there's like a silly episode where i don't know quark's got it dude quark's gotta go rescue his mother from the dominion so he hires a bunch of other ferengi and they're all losers and none of them know how to like fight the jim hadar and it's hilarious but you know everyone saw there's there's silly episodes too like there's a little levity i know this is your thing but like uh your your turn on your what you've been watching but i watched deep space nine one of the episodes where remember we talked about it two weeks ago about the episode where picard goes on vacation and he's like indiana jones with the woman she's she's that yeah, she, I just watched it. I'm gonna talk about it. Yeah, yeah, she's on Deep Space Nine, uh, with what? Q. Yeah, remember when uh, Q uh, came with the the lady with all the artifacts and stuff, and they're having like a uh, an auction of all the artifacts in some quadrant zone. I think I recall that. I haven't rewatched that one yet. Or I think I, I like like I said, I started in the middle of the series. And I think I started beyond that one. Yeah, she's in there. And I do like, remember that now. And Q's like, "Why do you like?" card so much i'm more fun than picard like it's 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 really good but uh i digress and uh one final thing i watched um uh, at least two of you have seen all these stupid memes about morbius it's more of <laughs> time stand back i'm gonna morb uh the part of the stupid meaniness of it is people keep making twitch accounts and then streaming the movie back to back to back to back <laughs> until they get taken down <laughs> And as soon as they get taken down, they just make a new account. They're up to like Morbin two four eight or something like that. When that get when when they take it down, someone's gonna make Morbin two four nine, and they're just gonna put up Morbius nonstop. And way down the little corner, someone's playing like Hearthstone or, or some stupid bullshit, so they can be like, "I'm playing a game that counts." But Twitch streaming, yeah. I uh, I watched most of Morbius, but. And through Twitch, it, it's yeah, through Twitch on Twitch. I just watched it, and it's like I wasn't like sitting here, like intently looking at it. I was like horse around doing other things. I played air combat for a minute, 
Um, yeah, the movie's like not good, but it's got parts of it that are okay. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that I realized that made me really glad I did this and why I do recommend that before this goes away, go to Twitch and watch some of Morbius. You don't have to watch the whole movie. Just watch a little bit of it just to get this experience. You know how there's this uh, cult following around like Rocky Horror Picture Show where everyone goes to the theater and you dress up and like when certain things happen, everyone yells at the screen or they throw toilet paper or there's like shit that you do. That's what's happening with Morbius on Twitch. Cause there's like a scene where Matt Smith, the bad guy is like, cause he's got his powers now and he's a bad guy and he's in this like rich place. And he's like putting on a suit. And he's like, yeah, I'm such a fucking badass. Oh, I'm a scary vampire boy. But there's like this instance music playing that goes have sex, have sex. Have... And like the whole chat is just people going have sex. Just like copy paste. It's, just, it's the whole, just a wall of people saying have sex. Because that's the dumb song that's playing. Like, this shit, like, every time, like, he's about to fight, people are like, oh, he's gonna morb! It's morbid time! You know, all that shit in the chat. It's like, it's it's like an event now. It's, it, you're not just watching a movie, you're watching a movie with a bunch of, like, edgelord, meme-mastered douchebags. And it's great. I Mor- love it. Morbius is the new fucking room, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... It's the superhero room. Yeah. It's a movie, it's a pretty dumb movie. Like, there's one fun part and the only reason it's fun is because it's the post credit scene and uh, the vulture turns up. That's the, that's the only that's the only part that's actually, oh, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton comes in for 10 seconds. Yeah. Ma- Michael Keaton's it. It's weird because it's like there's a post credit scene and Michael Keaton just appears in a jail because the stupid tear appears in the sky because I guess it's like post um, the new Spider-Man movie. I already forgot the name of because I suck. No, but, He's just like, no, no, I am. He just appears in jail. He's like, I hope the food's better in this joint than it was in the last one I was in. And then you see a news story that's like, uh, some, something tombs, whatever the guy's name is, randomly appeared in this jail. So we, we kicked him out. Yeah. And then there's some more, and then there's another credit sequence. And then there's another post credit sequence where he just like flies out to a field and talks to Morbius. And they're just like, we should team up. I think we could do really good. And Morbius is like, what's going on? He's like, I don't know, but I think it has something to do with Spider-Man. And then there's oh, more right. credits. <laughs> with uh, Spider-Man. Yes. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really stupid. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't, you don't have to sit there and watch the whole two hour movie, but I highly recommend just go to Twitch, type in Morbius. It's going to be one of the first results. And there's going to be a bunch of like edge Lords in there in the chat, putting stupid copy pastes of, of a stupid Morbius's face made out of ASCII characters. It's a fun time. It's fine. I recommend it. It's a good old time. Weathernet, <laughs> <laughs> anything else? Nah, that was it. Uh, I I had uh, it's mostly been Deep Space Nine, but all that stuff's been really good too. All right, Chaz, you're up. All right, so Andy and I couldn't be more parallel. This is weird. So, um, so he's watching Deep Space Nine. I am. I think I'm at the very end of season three of, of the Next Generation. Good. So that that means it, all the steam's in there now, man. You're trying. Oh yeah. Oh, it's great. It, the, the episodes have just been really, really good. Um. I just watched uh, I just watched the episode where he takes a vacation. I can't remember if it's the last one I just watched or the one bef- bef- uh, before. Hmm. Um, but I watched that. I watched the one where Worf gets denounced from uh, the the Klingon uh, yes. first capital. That's a good fucking episode. That is a really good yeah. episode. That's one of my favorites so far. I like uh, the War. I like the Worf Klingon episodes. They're always pretty thrilling. Yeah, no, uh, I think it's called the Sins of Her Father. I think that was the name of it, where he finds out his, he has a brother or his brother's alive and all that like those are that was a really good episode um there have been a couple of the really good ones um 
uh, I watched the one where Data has a child. That was that, interesting. That was an, that's another good that, one. That's a pretty poignant one, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, it really is. It's like, like every one of the crew is like, I don't know what to think about this. <laughs> well, even even the uh, the guy who's like wants to get rid of the child, like at some point he's like, fuck, I, like he actually loves a child. Like, should I be doing this? And that's oh I, well, of course it's it's not like should he be doing it? It's it's when the the child's dying. Yeah, it's whenever he realizes like the child's dying and he's watching Data move and he's like, I've never seen him move any faster. Like I literally couldn't follow his hand movements. He's doing everything he can to keep his his child alive. That's really depressing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the whole cliche thing as a parent, it it hits different. But well, it was it was it was good though. It, it was a good, really good episode. Well, it's anyway. always it, just to like feed on that like that conversation always happens right like ai androids and even like black mirror brings it up like digital characters and stuff like do they have feelings do they matter should we like care about (laughs) what we do with that character or or a robot chucky have you got to the episode measure of a man yet where they have a court case about whether or not it is property that's exactly what I was thinking about when yeah. you brought it up. Yeah, that's I think it's like late season two. That's a really good episode. That's that's up there. Uh, and again, it just hits that same thing. Like just because a lot of people can be aware of your sentience, but that doesn't mean that you acknowledge their freedoms or their rights. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the difference. What what makes them any difference in slaves, if in that regard, like you're treating them like property. Um, yeah. And that he actually the Picard actually makes that indirect quote, it's not verbatim, but he says that effectively about Data's child. Uh, Law, I think was her name. I, think I forgot her, the Law. name. Law. Yeah, it, it, he said in Hindu this. it means beloved. Mm. In, in Hindu, which is really sweet. But uh, but yeah, no, it was, it, it's been great so far. I mean, I'm, I plan on, if I'm not able to go to sleep, I'm just going to start watching it again tonight. But uh, So I'm doing that. Uh, you said you watched Aladdin. I played and beat Aladdin. Oh god! Uh, whatever the the old like wait Genesis the SNES one or the Genesis one the one on Switch. So I think that, that's the Genesis one. I'm pretty sure. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is funny that that the the ones on the Switch they carried over to those remasters. It, they took the Genesis ones. It was the one that like comes with Lion King. There's there's um, a new version out now. There's a new version that has it's on on disc it has both versions of Lion King. And or but yeah, both versions of Lion King, both versions of Aladdin, and the Jungle Book. So it's oh, cool. oh, that's except neat. it's cool. Except the Jungle Book sucks on the Sega Genesis. Yeah, so it does. Who cares? I've played it, but well, yeah. don't it sucks. Yeah, now I had. I mean, I really enjoyed Aladdin as a kid. Um, Lion King, uh, not so much. But I finally I beat that a while back and conquered my fears. The game was a lot of fun until you you couldn't get anywhere because it was impossible to beat. But that's that's its own thing. Side note. Um, side note. I fucking hate Jurassic Park, um, the SNES game. Um, oh yeah, the SNES one's meh, but the Genesis one, total classic. I can't beat. How about shout out to to like just all these like games that used to come out back in the nineties and they were two different IPs. Uh, we need that again. We need like AAA. Uh, blockbuster movies, and they make a game for different systems. And well, every totally game costs different. every game costs sixty four million dollars to make. So you want it to cost one hundred and twenty eight million dollars now? Like, no, they're not yeah. going to do that. Yeah, they should, and they should make all of them fifteen dollars. Yeah, they'll yeah. they'll make five percent of the game, and then they'll patch it up. Just make it not as fancy. It doesn't have to be beautiful. Make it fun. Yeah. Just hand no. it off to any developers and let it be. Can't do that. 
2D and the, and the side scroller. No, it's every, fine. But everyone's but, like, we spent two million dollars on this facial capture technology, and I'm like, yeah, well, who cares? No, he spent yeah. he spent that much money for a bunch of broke nerds to yell on Twitter about how bad it sucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not to mention that even if it's good, if you ruin it with microtransactions and nonsense, then nobody cares. But anyhow, I, I didn't really play much else. I think at one point, um, I got to play a little bit of Rock Band. Oh, I did play, um, I did play some uh, Street Fighter online. Uh, that Which was one? pretty fun. Uh, the uh, crap what is it the 30th anniversary i, I want to say it was super street fighter 2 mm. yeah i just play online just trolling people this is a lot of fun but uh let's see uh so you went to see comedy live which is funny because i wanted to get tickets for that but couldn't get anyone to switch so i had the following weekend off and we went to columbus and was it that at the ohio theater by the way that you went to uh, uh, it's, a, it's 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 on campus it's like the Sko Scheidenfrade Center or whatever. I don't. Oh, okay, it's different. It's a different German theater. name center. Yeah, no, it's different. This is the one we went to was in like the downtown area. It was at the Ohio Theater. Uh, but um, uh, we watched uh, Wicked on Broadway, oh. uh, which I've never seen before. I, I you know, I remember hearing about it, knowing like you know songs that are famous from it and whatnot. Never watched it. It was really good. We had a lot, yeah. a lot of fun. It was a great show. It was really funny. Um. The plot's kind of cool. It's one of those things where you take a, a classic story and you like fracture the idea and move it around a little. It had neat little twists to it, so it was very well entertained. I enjoyed it. Hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, I watched uh, the Batman. That was the biggest thing that we didn't get to talk about, but I had messaged finally had a chance to convince my wife to sit down, and she's like, "Oh, we'll watch it. We'll watch the first half tonight, and then we'll watch the other." And we got uh, to like a point that you could stop potentially is a little over halfway and she's like, no, we have to finish it. So we finished. I can't Uh, do that. Like that's one of my like fucking fears and not fear. That's a wrong word, but like, that's one of my like. <laughs> that's one of my. I never wake up. I'll never get to finish it. <laughs> like, the power goes out in the middle of a movie and does just... ah! <laughs> this. One of my anxieties, like I need to watch it through on because look, if I like end it in the middle, like at night, I'm like thinking about it. Like I'll be like, I need to. I... I used to be right there with you, but in the last like two years or so, I don't know if it's part of getting older or being like busy or something. I'm getting to the point where I can split a movie across two nights. Like if that's the way, if that's what I got to do, if if it's that or not watch movies, I'm gonna choose that. And I, I'm I'm getting there. It's it's working now. Yeah, I, I'm I'm the same thing. I think with with time, I've I've finally reached a point. I was actually the content one with stopping the movie where it was at. Like I couldn't watch it. I was gonna stay up anyway. And that's been basically the thing. Is I basically told her I can't remember when it was like a Friday night or something. I said, hey. Uh, what do you want to do tonight? She's like, oh, I don't know. I was going to watch an episode of this and go to bed or something. And I'm thinking, oh, well, I'm going to watch Batman. And she's like, well, you got to wait for me. And I was like, well, I've been waiting for three fucking months. So we're, I'm going to watch it or by myself or you can watch it with me. And she said, okay, but we'll, we can only watch the first half. Like, That's fine. We'll watch one half and, and watch the other. So we come to that point and I was like, yeah, uh, all right. Are we, are you be done? I got to use the bathroom. Do you, do you want to stop here? She's like, oh no, we're going to finish it. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, no, I have to finish it. So she, she liked it as much as I did, but not more. Um, I, I mean, 
I thought the, the art direction was great. I, I am definitely more of a fan of gritty, grounded detective Batman. Like, I like more of, of that uh, angle. I, I enjoyed those elements of it. Th- there are parts of it that I that I was longing for a little more. Like, I felt like, again, maybe it's because of how it's kind of tying more to, you know, he's fresh to being Batman. He's not been doing it for very long. But they don't go into a lot of depth with, his relationship with Alfred or like Alfred having a lot of airtime anyway, they just kind of leave it as it is. Um, but, uh, I think that's the one real peeve I had with it. I, I just wanted that a little more, but, um, I mean, I enjoyed, uh, what Andy circus, is that his, his name? Yeah. Actor that played. Smeagol. Yeah. Go- Go- yeah. Smeagol. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted more, more Smeagol Alfred. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I always think about him as Caesar now. Yes. Yeah, so from planet of the apes. He's right. great. Mm-hmm. In that. Yeah, that, that he, he actually that, that man does a lot of work. He he is in a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, he uh, I thought it, for what time he had, he was really good. Um, I really liked the the take they had on Riddler. I know mm-hmm. not everybody was. I think a lot of people were really more split on that than anything. They're like, well, he's not goofy and has this stuff. He's like, well, yeah, he's not gonna be Jim Carrey. Why the fuck would he be goofy? <laughs> yeah, I really liked. Oh man, he's I, a dog. let's not talk talk about how goofy's actually a cow but that's that's just a whole different thing but uh anyway uh i think yeah if you could have put a gun to my head if it weren't for the fact that i already knew well before the movie was made that uh colin farrell was gonna play oswald cobblepot i never would have been able to guess it he's doing his robert de niro accent yeah they just bur- they bury just, him under so much goddamn makeup it kind of makes you just, me wonder why they got colin farrell yeah he just looked it, it's almost like a meme it's like that uh what's what's the movie tropic thunder whenever you're watching it and you have no idea and then randomly you just have fat ceo tom cruise dancing <laughs> and like, it's the best oh, part God. and i'm like what is this why is, is that tom cruise but I didn't even have that because I never would have guessed it. It's only because I knew Colin Farrell was the penguin that I would have guessed it. I would have just been like, man, that guy playing penguins really good. And I'd have looked it up and my mind, like brain would have shot at the back of my head if I didn't know. And I looked that up and that's who it was. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I never would have fucking they, guessed they that. They hired him because of the name, I guess. I mean, also he's a good actor, but I, I'm sure you guys have all seen the meme. Like, could you imagine hiring Colin Farrell to play the penguin? When you've got Richard Kind already, because they made, just made him look exactly like Richard Kind, who's like a, mm-hmm. a, a B level actor. He's, he just looks like him. I, it's funny. Yeah. Here's my thoughts on the Riddler. I still think it's better than Heath Ledger Joker. That's my opinion. Um, I I think he's a great villain in this movie, and he kind of has like saw stuff like. Uh, stuff in there because like he puts people in traps and shit and like tells you to solve this riddle or your head will explode and i'm like this is fucking awesome <laughs> yeah yeah they definitely took they were definitely inspired by some of the the takes uh and art direction from the, the saw movies mm-hmm. um not like you know not going over the top for the the sake of what that is the good elements i guess of the saw films that stuff um, was in the uh, arkham games too when, yes. when riddler was there you had to save mm-hmm. people from riddler traps mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah so it, it's actually cool that they they tie that type of stuff in I, I like that take this is a really hot take i might piss a lot of people off by saying this for all three people that hear me say it whatever that is we would like more of you to listen anyway uh 
I think Heath Ledger's Joker is a little overrated. And that that does not mean it was bad. I think I, I really enjoy the Nolan series. I really enjoy him as the portrayal that he had. I, I think that it was great. That being said, I, again, it's there's no way to take from it. It's a horrible thing to say, but his, his death makes that bigger than what it is. But again, it doesn't mean it's not good. It, it is. It's really good. But it's, it's not- really hard to take that away from it. Like, if if he did not die from the situation that had happened after, then I don't yeah. think it would be remembered in the exact same way it is. That does not mean it's not good. It, it's still great. I mean, it's actually, I probably still like him more than I like the Riddler, actually. I think he's still my favorite villain overall in any of the films I've seen. So take that for what it is. But just looking at it from an objective lens, there's no way to ever separate it or no, but his, his death just adds to that a little bit. It, it's always going to have this extra shine. And, and honestly, any character that we're going to see in a Batman film is going to have to try to live up to that standard, and they're never going to be able to reach that. I mean, you know, like hell, that person's going to have to die basically trying to reprise that role, like to to do their job. It's just an impossible standard to reach, right? Like, mm-hmm. But again, I don't know if people... Most people are like, oh, don't say that about Heath Ledger. It's like, I, all right, he was a great actor. He played a great job as Joker, but it is what it is. But uh, nevertheless, I, I really liked, uh, is, I think his name's Paul Dano. Yes. That's the name of the guy that played, uh, played Riddler. That was really good. Uh, the post credit scene I thought was weird. I, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't tell because they, they kind of hit it a little bit. They made it look like they put a lot of disfiguring makeup and stuff on Joker. Yeah. The post credit scene. They did a deleted scene where it like it's still blurry, but like his face is ripped from the acid, um, just mm-hmm. like in you know the OG Batman stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So he has a more fucked up face. Um, I don't know. I don't want. Jo- I know we're going into a little Batman stuff here, but like I don't want Joker in the next movie. I I feel like that's where it's going. But come on, there's... tough shit. Yeah, tough shit. You're gonna get. It. <laughs> I want to see. Yeah. I want to see this guy's Joker. Actually, you're gonna you're gonna get it because it's gonna sell. I mean, and that's fine. I, I but I would like. To, I think we talked about that in our, our chat and everything. I would like uh, something else. Like I would like something a little more obscure. I really think that, given the the take that the Arkham games had on it too, I, I really think something like, especially in this viewpoint of of doing more of detective, uh, like the, Zane. the noir. Um. So yeah. So Victor Victor Zaz, you can do. Um, uh, you're fine. Uh, that would be good. I would really like Calendar Man. I really think ca- Calendar Man. Um, it's it's in order long... to do Calendar Man right, the movie would have to be like ten hours long. <laughs> kind of. Oh, I no, think you... so. No, I, don't I, I, I just you can't hide. You can't. I don't know. You could do. You can't do Calendar Man and not have a fuck ton of time like elapse through it. You could like, do. You could do. It's the same reason you can't really do Hush because. Part of why Hush is interesting is because the character who turns out to be Hush is hidden amongst all this other bullshit. It's like such a long series. Like mm-hmm. you need more time for certain villains, and they just don't translate to a movie well. And if they try to force it, they're gonna fuck it up. That's what I think. And I'm agreeing with you. Calendar Man kicks ass. It's great. That would be that would be excellent. And mm-hmm. you know, I've always thought the same about Hush, but it just it make it a show or something. Because unless you have time to build what their deal is. I just, I don't think it's the payoffs can be there. They already made well, it. Show. It's kids, all kid villains. <laughs> yeah, well, think of it this way. The, so you have 
you have Penguin who is in this movie, served a role, but again, was not like some type of pivotal character or wasn't like a, you know, a prime enemy or anything. He just, he's there and he serves his purpose. That's something that's lost in films. It doesn't have to be a, like the classic thing of this villain is here. He's a big threat immediately. And then he is dealt with or vanquished or killed as Marvel does. Cause Marvel usually just kills off whoever comes in immediately. Um, so it would be possible to introduce him as a character and have it be an ongoing thing that is happening while there's an actual primary issue going on with Joker. And then that gives that time. If it, and of course I'm looking at this as they're as if they're doing a series of movies or, or something, but that would give it a chance to be something that's brewing and building up and gives that character more time. Like, I don't think that's a bad thing as long as it's done the right way. I mean, again, we live in a world of instant gratification, so that's, that's not going to sell tickets, which is why it's not plausible, but I don't know, but anyway, I, I really enjoyed the movie though. I, I have, I've still held reservations to decide where I would hold it in regards to, uh, like where it is among the other live action Batman films because I don't know where I would put it yet. Um, I definitely hold it in high regard. Uh, I do think that uh, Robert Pattinson is the second, at least the second best Batman, if not the best. I think there is an argument to be made that he has been the best portrayal of Batman. Now he needs more time. If depending on how he does and maybe his next role, that would that would flip over. But I easily think he's the second best. No Robin yet, please. Yeah, I don't need that. Don't yeah. need a Robin. No, no Batwoman. No Robin. Straight. You watch Batman. Yes. Watch I don't have oh, HBO yeah. Max anymore. Or else I probably would have. I now. think it's gone already. It's been a month. Yeah, it. it'll be back in a bit. Uh, let's see. Was there anything else that I I did? I feel like there was something else, but if we keep going on and on, we'll be here till two a.m. So for sake of that, I I did nothing else. Oh, we were trying to stall because we're going to talk about this movie. I mean, we can move on. It was shit. Let's, let's, let's just talk about TNG and DS Nine some more because that's <laughs> all I want to do. Yeah, let's just pretend it didn't happen. Like, I, I was watching this movie and I kept thinking I should just turn this shit off and go watch Deep Space Nine. Hmm. But we we got to talk about it. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Space elves. Look, uh, <laughs> after after cock teasing all of Star Trek fandom for like nine years, they finally make a movie where the Romulans are the bad guys, and then they like diffuse what makes the Romulans cool in literally the post scene, and then the rest of the movie is nonsense. <laughs> yeah. I- Right. No, it's just I know I know what they did is they showed what the Romulans look like to the people like Hollywood people and like these guys aren't cool enough they need to look like fucking Draculas or something so, <laughs> <laughs> we need a bunch of Nosferatu's to fight Captain Picard with laser guns <laughs> they look like space Draculas it's like if uh, fucking Bram Stoker's Dracula when uh, Gary Oldman's all fucked up looking yeah. that's like what they look like <laughs> You sound like uh, what's the squid Billy's name? Early, he's like, ah, oh, those, those goddamn space Draculas are coming again. I'm gonna stop him, Draculas. They can't have yeah, my. You know what they actually do look like? It's Morbius. Morbs. They were Morbin. <laughs> it was Morbin time twenty years ago. We didn't we even. Need a, know we it. need a movie called Space Dracula. We need that. Yeah, I'd watch it. That sounds bad as hell. <laughs> let's not get distracted. Let's let's fucking let's let's hammer this movie down. God, uh, shit how how does that how does that thing turn them to stone? <laughs> I don't even get it. 
It was a stone curse, right? They used they used a scroll of stone curse, right? It's there. like a D D thing. It, it, it was filled with garlic because Star, Star, Star Trek, the Elder Scrolls. <laughs> I didn't know I, what the fuck happened there. Like I was like, so that they dried up, turned to stone, and just collapsed. I was like, oh, okay. The, the whole Romulan Senate is murdered, and they're deposed by uh Remans? I uh, by the way, how hacky is it that the planets are named Romulus and Remus? I think they address it in the original series at some point, but it's still hacky. It's yeah, silly. I was like, what the fuck is that? Why are they called like how would they know that? Whatever. I think they just they they there's like a throwaway I think it's in the original series. I can't remember. There's like a throwaway line at some point where they're like there might have been some weird influence on Earth culture or vice versa at some point. You know, like a chariot of the gods bullshit thing yeah what were they discussing in this beginning scene right here by the way sneaky shit Romulan shit yeah so like they're pulling up this plan and by the way i think this plan is fucking stupid as shit um but we'll we'll get to that uh Romulan's like Oh, we've been getting our ass whooped by a starfleet and everything in the in the neutral zone we got to think of something cool and then, like, out of nowhere, like, this, they plant this fucking item that I don't know what it is. It looks like it a. Looks ju- like, it looks like Iron Man's power source right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. or <laughs> or something, from, or something from Jumanji, where like it opens up and like fucking I don't know. I was thinking Shinnok was inside. <laughs> Shinnok, there it is <laughs> for the fucking Nether Realm. Yeah, Shinnok's amulet. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it, it shows, like, the Romulans being, like, oh, this is the evil, you know, everybody with pointy ears and bowl-cut bowl hair and all that stuff. Look at him. They do look a little stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I well, guess. The thing is, that, like, in Next Gen, like, they were a big deal. Like, every time that, like, they crossed the neutral zone, like, they would have a standoff. We're like, hey, bitch, you need to get the fuck It was out. like series, it was the Cold War. Yeah. It was, it was submarines during the Cold War. That's, that's what made it thrilling. Yeah, so like I just don't understand the whole. Are we, are, can we just go ahead and jump to um, Tom Hardy's plan is to just blow up Earth, and that'll Tom just Hardy. that'll just fuck up the whole Federation, or what? What, what are we doing? Uh, they he, he looks like John Luke Picard in kayfabe. By the way, and, and, like we all know, like he doesn't look like fucking John Luke at all. He looks like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he, tried, he tried to say that, like, oh, it's because I got my ass kicked and my nose broke and they punched me in the mouth. And that's why my lips look like DSL lips. He still has those Tom Hardy jacked up meth teeth. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, not to, not to hate on Tom Hardy at all, because that's actually part of this, too, is this dip in his acting career. He's, like, trying to get off the ground, but he's actually suffering from, like, a really severe um, drug addiction. Which I mean would make a lot of sense. A lot of actors, struggling actors, go through that, and he like, hits like he's getting some breaks, but he can't get through because his addiction gets in the way. It's that's actually why when he gets a break in Inception, he's finally got himself clean, huh. and uh, then Nolan gives him a chance, and then Nolan's like, "I really liked you here. Here's the Bane role," and that's yeah. when his his career really took off. So it's a good comeback hey, story. Is that so, what anyway? Dubs in this. Shot that you've yeah, got pulled up in the yeah. video on the far right. Is that that is that Wesley? That's what I was about to bring yeah. up. I was like, is yeah. that fucking Will Wheaton? 
Yeah, yeah, was Wesley Crusher in this movie? He wasn't on screen at all. <laughs> I also like the blue guy back there that's trying to like he, whatever he tried to solicit something at Picard last time we saw him or whatever. Yeah, he's right over here. Yeah. yeah. Oh uh, yeah, he's like oh, I miss speak with you, and he's like uh, I is, uh, I'll is be he back. Is Andorin right? I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I get some of the races confused in Star Trek. Speaking of the races in Star Trek, though, I don't understand their plan. He's like, I've got this super ship. And it can it can it can do a, a big old laser. I'm gonna fire my laser, and it's it's so big. So their plan is to go to Earth and just blow up Earth, and that's supposed to to. They hate Starfleet so fuck much. Up the whole yeah, but that doesn't make sense. They're supposed to, it's gonna fuck up the whole Federation so that the the Romulans can invade. Oh no, it's what it's, about it's the Vulcans? What about the Klingons? What about all the other Charter members of the Federation? It doesn't make any sense. Don't don't think too hard. He's gonna use the Death Star. It's 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 his Death Star. I guess I just dumb. I had a thought while watching these movies. Uh, even though, like, I didn't get to finish my thoughts on one of them, I couldn't remember which one it was. Now, <laughs> was that first contact or insurrection where I lost power? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I think that was first contact. Yeah, I think it was first contact. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that one in generations kind of feel like the most Star Trekky, I guess. Like compared to like what little bit I've seen of the show, mm-hmm. but like watching this one and like the an insurrection too, I started to feel like, you know, like I feel like on some level they try to make these movies for normies and they're just action movies more than Star Trek movies. Yeah, exactly right. But oh, no, they, these are definitely this, lowest common denominator films. This also feels like like the the prelude to how Star Trek is now. Like I get the same kind of vibes where it's just dumb action shit and anger and stupid plans that don't make any fucking sense. Yeah, like I kind of understand where they're coming from because I really think with the measured success of TNG DS9 and Voyager, they like hit a ceiling. It's like, okay, we've got all the Uber nerds. We need more money. Like there's no more Uber nerds to to go after we need to try we need to pull a star wars i mean they pulled a star wars with the shows but with these movies they were trying to pull a just you know a, 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 a an emmerich uh a, a, a spielberg you know just just get butts and seats make big dumb action movie well you got and that's why they do the throwaway like oh don't listen to your first officer when he tells you not to go on away mission <laughs> but that the last movie and this one have a problem with that. Like Picard goes and has big showdowns with the main bad guy. That doesn't make any fucking sense. And it is oh. the most un Star Trek thing I've ever fucking heard of. Well, so what are they talking about? Picard <laughs> went on missions. I was like, am I am I hallucinating? Yeah, it's dumb. And like at the end, he's like, I'm gonna go fight Tom Hardy face to face. I don't care if he's Bane. I ain't scared. And he's got to, he <laughs> teleports over there. He's standing on the bridge with Data, an android, and with Worf, a Klingon. Send one of them. They'll kill him no problem. There would there would if he had sent Worf, Worf wouldn't even need a phaser. Send Worf with a fucking pocket knife. It would be a very short fight scene. <laughs> I you gotta think it this way because it's funny that I'm about to say this because Janeway uh, shows up in this movie. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. It, I guess, yeah, it's just weird. So, like, Voyager was the new show after Next Generation. Uh, and back then, um, since it was, like, new, people were just like, oh, great, more Star Trek. Oh, a woman ca- a captain? Like, they weren't fully on board. Uh, so they're just like, all right, we got to make these Star Trek movies if we want to s- still be relevant. 
and while those these movies were being made, Voyager was really good. <laughs> yeah. So like they were too scared to make a DS9 or a Voyager movie because Black Captain, Lady Captain. Oh, mm-hmm. we can't do that. Which is weird because I was talking about earlier. There's an episode of of Deep Space Nine where they use the N word and like kind of a situation. But the the point of that episode is uh, some nonsense happens. And Captain Cisco goes back to the 1950s, and he's some other guy, an actual like black man living in the United States, and he's working for a magazine that writes like pulpy science fiction stories. And he's working in a in a in an office, and he's there, and there's a woman there, and both of them are writing under assumed names because they can't let the writers know that it's a woman and a black man because the, oh that'd be terrible. It's 1950. And then that Star Trek ignores its own lesson and does this with the movies. Like they just completely unwilling to make a cool movie. They have to make this schlock instead. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, the one consistent plot throughout the whole movies is the growing love again of Deanna Troy and Riker, which pays off in his wedding scene. Uh, where nothing really big happens besides Worf is drunk on Romulan ale and he goes, Romulan ale should, Romulan ale should be illegal. Yeah. It and, is illegal. <laughs> and then Data sings a song, uh, which is jazz, by the way, because Riker likes jazz. Uh, he likes archaic forms of music. Yeah. <laughs> so that scene, uh, not a lot of shit happens. Picard says a speech and stuff. Uh, guy and stared. They make the joke about like, oh, would you want to get married? Like, oh, I stopped at like whatever age it was. Twenty seven. Yeah. No, I think the joke was, would you ever get married again? And she says, no, twenty seven is enough, implying she's been married twenty seven times. I think. Yeah. By the Fuck. way, I still love these fucking uniforms. Uh, Deep Space Nine takes uh, over these uniforms. It's- I like them a lot. I like it better when they have the collar on the shoulders. I don't. It just. I thought it differentiated them more. But anyway, that's when Janeway calls up on the little TV and says, "Romulan wants to speak peace." And Picard's like, "What? <laughs> like, what, what do you mean?" And then like he tells Riker and Deanna Troy, "Hey, your your honeymoon needs to wait. We need we need to go check out uh, the signal." <laughs> I gotta go mudding. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go in the Mako and fucking clip no clip through some mountains. Yeah. So like. They're in the Mojave Desert uh, on a buggy. Um, Picard is like (laughs) fucking. It's annoying because they're like, it's a pre industrial civilization. They've had no contact with aliens. Okay, let's go have contact with them. Whatever happened to the content prime directive? What's going on? I hate to constantly keep being this weird, like, like nerd who's upset about like oh they're not they're not doing it right oh no actually on the bridge the 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 door on the left is the bathroom so they wouldn't come out of that <laughs> but it, it's just i mean they do it so often and so blatantly like if it was once in a while you could let it go but it's just so clear they wanted to make an action movie and they just used the Star Trek Play-Doh no, to form the action movie. I feel like what happened is like Star Trek writers were writing this and the production company's like, yeah, but can we have like a cool buggy scene where Captain Picard is like driving around and all these Mad Max aliens come out and start shooting at you? <laughs> like, yeah, if- I think that this created a unique situation for me 
in that there have been a few times where I've watched a movie based on a series like this and then gone back and watched the series. But I've never had the situation where I was doing that. And the more I watched the other series, the angrier I got about a film. Exactly because, right. That is, that's why I was so thrilled that you started watching the show. Because if you just watch the movies, you're just like, eh, they're just kind of like not great action movies. But if you see the show, you're like, why? <laughs> seriously, like, I, I feel that way too. Actually, my opinion of one of the other films has changed, which one, and we'll get to that later, uh. the rankings and stuff. But as I've watched more of the show, it is infuriating. Like, there's not, I don't, I think it's justified to be that stereotypical like nerd and be like, well, actually, they messed this plot point up and let me finish my, fix my glasses. But you know, yeah. the prime directive, and like, but really, though, there's so much depth and nuance built into the series, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it so great. So they throw that away completely. You know, what's really going to piss you off? You know, what's going to make you even double angry? Uh, after you get done watching. TNG and you know you've already seen all the movies go back and watch the original Star Trek movies one through six a couple of them suck but especially watch the first one and think about if they'd have taken that approach to a next generation movie how fucking good it could have been and a lot of people think the first one oh it's so boring but I want you to really think about if they took that formula and applied it to the next generation because it would it would rip. It or, would be great. Even even the other the other movies are just all better than the next generation movies. Or too. put it in this perspective. Watch the final episode of the next generation and be like, oh, that was a good send-off of the, the next generation. Then watch this movie and you're just like, Well, that should never happened. And now yeah, go no, watch that too. Ugh. And now go watch Picard season fucking three and be like no. be like no. Why no. are we fucking like doing another send off no. of next generation? It's so not yeah, you're right because all good things. The final TNG episode. I won't ruin it for 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 Chaz or listeners. Or I I really hope Zach gets into the series one day. But it just it sets up so many things that are just so that just make you feel really good about having watched the series. Like it it there's so many there's so many television shows that when they end, it's either they just end. Or you kind of like they end poorly, but man, the next generation just had such a satisfying, warm ending, and then the movies and the subsequent TV shows just just fuck it up. Yeah, oh, god damn it. But anyway, I want to bring up how because we learn later in the fucking movie, but we learn how like Tom Hardy like snatches onto Picard's attention. What's the character's name? I, I have no idea. I'm just gonna call him Tom Hardy. Or Shinzon. Shinzon. Tom Picard. Shinzon. Um, <laughs> Shinnok. Uh, yeah, Shinnok. So he put <laughs> he puts this like another data, uh, which is B four, which B4. is four. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I kind of like that. I don't hate that because because the, the, they even have joked before about how um, Nuni and Sung had a, what's Picard say a per chant for something names or something i don't know but he, he likes he likes clever little names because mm-hmm. he named he named the two brothers data and lore yeah, this is kind mm-hmm. of yeah so like the hook is like oh we found another data this is interesting and then like you know obviously we get to the part where uh you meet tom hardy's character uh but like before is kind of dumb he's kind of a goof um so like it's It's the comic relief yeah you could tell he's like prototype because obviously he's before data and lore 
So he's like uh, very uh, archaic or primitive in a way as far as the design. Uh, which, by the way, it kind of foreshadows what's going to happen to Data later. Where he's like, I'm going to upload all my memories into this guy. I'm like, yeah. I... That reminds me, Dubs. Um, does anything to do with B4 happen in Picard? Do they do they address it at all? It's interesting. I want to go rewatch it because there is a data scene in season one of Picard, which, by the way, out of the two that I've seen so far, season one has a great payoff of data uh, with Picard mm. in there. I only recommend you watching the data. Like, you don't need all the other stuff around it. Just go watch the data scene with Picard. You just be like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought about that. I was like, maybe because of, you know, the ending where, which, you know, Zach brought up into the messenger chat, like what happened? I was like, yeah, he sang the song. Picard smiled. And like, I guess that's a kind of a nod. Be like, oh, a little bit of data is still in there. Maybe he might become full, full on data. And I think that's yeah. what happens in the Picard series is they're like, hey, it's before, but now he's fully data. Um, so anyway, I don't know. It, it It's something that we, we're going to see later on in this movie. Um, I'm trying to think what else other scenes. So they're like trying to, and that's where he uploads. I always find it funny when, like, they put all the robotic shit on, like, uh, people, uh, the, the androids in, in the show, in the movie. I, I found it funny they found an excuse to make the lighting dark this time. It's like they heard everyone complain. They're like, well, uh, these are vampires. They like the dark. They live <laughs> on the dark side of a planet, so everything's got to be dark now. Yeah. This was weird to me. Um, it's, 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 so, like, it's such an interesting scene. I like it because... Uh, you you get the feeling that something's off, and he starts saying things that like you you start it starts getting implied. Like, oh, he's human. That's weird. And he says some stuff to Picard that like implies something weird's going on. Maybe if you're really clever, you figure out like it's a clone situation. But then there's that "can I touch your hair" thing. Yeah, and it like cringes up the entire scene. It's just it was it was almost interesting, and it's like oh no, this is dumb. Well, I I like that like Deanna Troy is like. A little bit far away from the group, and then like Tom Hardy's like getting close, like "Can I feel your hair?" And then like Riker is like, "Nah, bitch, what the fuck are you doing?" Uh, I, and I guess the payoff of him like liking Deanna Troy is that like she gets used later on. Um, as far as like when (laughs) the fucking vampire, uh, guy, uh, Romulan is like, "I I feel her" and all that stuff. Like that's weird. Yeah. That part- I don't understand what's happening at the end. She like is telepathically linking with with the the viceroy guy so that she can know where they are. She ever done anything like that before? She's always just been an empath, and it's just I got confused. I think whatever Romulan power that he had, he got into her mind, and she was. It's kind of like the Force, like when Kylo Ren and Ray. Are like talking to each other in different locations. I feel like that's what's happening with those two people. Oh, so the Star Wars sequels ripped off Star Trek Nemesis, is what yep. you're saying. Yep. Well, that was a great movie to go back and, and reference. <laughs> yeah. 
That makes so much more sense now. What was your inspiration? Well, I really like Star Trek Nemesis. Well, Star Trek Nemesis is really cool. You it's like one of my top parties. It was like bald and like scary, and it was full of those rotus. Do you remember the scene when Kylo Ren is fucking banging a, a female stormtrooper, and then all of a sudden, like, he sort of raised face on that that woman? Just like, yeah. <laughs> like. That scene where she's like fucking Riker, and Tom Hardy's face gets on the Riker's face. I died yeah, laughing. <laughs> what is like, this? What is, the fuck? <laughs> is it like a mental rape? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was mentally raping her. He, Mind rape. He was using Uncle Morbius to fucking be able to <laughs> like telekinetically rape her. That's what that was. It was Mormon. <laughs> okay, so now here what we need is we need that scene on Twitch and then have sex. Have sex. Have sex. That's right. I just I, I love the fact that like you know they're trying to have sex and then Tom Hardy's there and it's like guess what I'm here and nothing it doesn't matter and then for no reason the ri- the, the 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 Riddler the, I was say the Riddler I can't remember the name of the race the Dracula is like and I'm here too like, for no reason. <laughs> like Tom Hardy's trying to have a weird rape conversation with her and then the Dracula's like I'm here too. <laughs> oh hello god damn this is our you make this way better movie than what it was yeah. <laughs> so anyway after the rape <laughs> after the rape in star trek of course here i am talking about how extreme d space Nine is and it deals with stuff like that not like this though um yeah he's a clone of picard and he's dying whatever but he's like I don't understand. He's been living on Remus in these mines since he was young. And I know they say that there's like, it, it's supposed to make him age super fast, but he goes from healthy to almost dead in what's got to be less than 12 hours. He goes right? from, he goes from James McAvoy to fucking, uh, uh Mr. Ooze or Ivan Ooze from fucking Power I- Rangers movies. <laughs> Like, I was thinking uh, of uh, Mr. Freeze from Batman and Robin. He kind of yeah. had the same makeup. I, yeah, he, he he gets it's pretty rough. I, I'm sorry to say this, guys. Like, I'm a big Star Trek fan, but literally when it got up... You should be sorry to say that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I got up to the scene where literally, like... <laughs> they do a DNA thing, like, he's exactly just like you. And I'm like, What? What the fuck is this? Like, what is the plan? Like, I understand he wants to blow up Earth, but like, like Andy, you said, like, there's so many other fucking planets and aliens in Starfleet. Do you just fucking hate humans? Just say you hate humans. <laughs> there's a lot of these dumb action movies and television shows that rely really heavily on this whole idea that someone is motivated solely by revenge to the point where they will go to outrageous lengths. Like he militarizes all of these, this lower caste, these slaves or whatever, and they build a super battleship in secret with an experimental warp drive that uses biotechnology. I don't know. They do a weird Star Trek explanation. And then he supplants one of the most powerful governments in the galaxy. And it's all because he's pissed off at Picard, and I guess he still wants to take over the Federation for a reason we never find out. Like, why does he? Why? Why does mm. he care about the Federation? You, you control 
the Romulan Empire now. That's you know, it's kind of a big deal. It's, it's also got that very egocentric viewpoint of well, what would people care about like raising the stakes? Like it would make way more sense if he's actually trying to like destroy a solar system. You know, I don't know, like what happened in the the first fucking movie. Wouldn't Remember? it make when they got wiped make out of more... star system? Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it make more sense if he wanted to just destroy Romulus or, or their fucking planet or whatever? They're the ones who did this to him. You're exactly right. Yeah, like, yeah. like he should be pissed at them, and he gets his revenge in the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah, or you can make like the whole plot about how like the Romulans like this guy's fucking us up. He killed our Senate, and then they reach out Starfleet. He's like, "Listen, we don't like you. We have a serious fucking problem." Here's your movie. Yeah, yeah they need to be like, "Look, um, we like a cloned." Uh, Captain Picard, and now his clone's fucking up our government. And the, the Federation would be like, you did what? And of course they'd send Picard to investigate well, or some nonsense. Well, think about this, right? Like, this is a stupid plan, and why are you revealing yourself? Like, if anything, shouldn't he had a like, a mask on, you think? Like, the whole time he should have had a mask on and then, like, reveal that he's actually John Luke Picard. Because, yeah. like, if I was star- you mean, like I- a Bane mask? Yeah, well, not even that. Something that like it covers up. Very... Ah, John Luke. Yeah, <laughs> I was born in the stars. I was born in them. I was born in the stars. Molded by them. You got. You got a pretty. You you got a pretty big big warp drive. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> the the plan. Also, is... no. The thing that makes the most sense is. Have have the movie go the same way it's going for about the first third or so. Like he 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 takes over the government, whatever, and invites the Federation in, and conveniently they send the Enterprise because they're the nearest ship. He needed to be like, I want the Enterprise here. I've heard that Picard is really good at negotiating stuff, and there's a lot of tension between our two peoples. I want you to send Picard. That's what that's what he should have said. Well, but anyway, Picard yeah. comes. He's talking to him. Guess what? I'm a clone of you. And what he should do is say, I'm dying. I need you to save me. I need your genetic material to not die. And then Picard would have, you know, oh, do I save him? I guess I have to. I'm literally the only being in the whole galaxy who can save this guy's life. But he might be evil. But we don't know yet. We don't know if he's evil yet. We know he took over the Romulan Empire. And now he's promising peace. But you have a couple scenes where he's like whispering to a guy or like Data, a Riker, or someone is like, uh, there's been troop movements along the neutral zone. And he talks to Shinzon at some point. He's like, hey, what's up with these troop movements? And Shinzon's like, as a training exercise. Anyway, about your blood, I need a bunch of it. Like, you know, have have like some tension, have some like intrigue instead of big, dumb gun shooty shoots. Well, yeah, that makes total sense what you just said. But like, I'm thinking this from like uh, just a simple mind, right? So, like, they, they visit this guy, and you're like, holy shit, he looks like me, right? The first thing you would say is, like, I don't know if he's bad, because, like, Romulans have been bad throughout the whole series. Shouldn't we report this to Starfleet? That, like, hey, there might be another me, like, in the universe that is in He Rom- does, I think. He tells he tells Riker, oh, make sure Starfleet's aware of our situation or something like that, I thought. Yeah, but then why is it like a big grave danger kind of thing? Like, 
I guess it doesn't make a movie, but like, <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? This is kind of weird. I'm going to get another fucking uh, Starfleet to come here and do this because this is conflict of interest. Uh, but like, obviously it's a movie. So if it was written like how you just said it, I think this movie would be 10 times better or even how I did it. Like the whole time he has a mask on and he's trying to like do like negotiations where I need, I need you. If they did that, though, they would have to just double bill Patrick Stewart because mm-hmm. he can't take the mask off in the final act and it'd be Tom Hardy because then the audience would be like, it's uh, confused. All right, it's Tom yeah. Hardy. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So you like you would have to just have it be Patrick Stewart. It well, would have to be t- like, he's an old Romulan and he needs this mask to breathe. Shit like that. You know. He's Bane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. I think the problem is, is that you guys are trying to apply logic to a movie that decides not to follow any. Because if it's you just, have if you have the IQ of a bag of potato chips, you can see him and know that he is bad because he is wearing this ridiculous, like weird, like yeah, purple got, iridescent nonsense. Like yeah, nobody wears that and doesn't have scheming shit. He's going got on. like a Hellraiser cosplay on, mm-hmm. and he's you? hanging out with Dracula's. It's like he's probably a bad guy. Probably his name yeah. is Shinnok. I... Look at fucking look at look at fucking Dollar General Goldar there. Oh, Ron Perlman. Yeah, Ron yeah. Perlman hanging out with his his weird that. Dracula cosplay. He he looks like uh one of the the vampires from fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And that's yeah, actually he looks like, not he looks a, like not he's a It's a compliment. He's morbid. Yeah, it's, it's morbid time. Have sex. Morbid Have sex. Many times. <laughs> you need at least thirty minutes between each morb, and he he didn't wait. I it's a refractory. What I like about his character is like he he'd go up to Tom Hardy, he's like, Is it time yet? He's like, No, it's not time, damn it. <laughs> it's not morbid time. Yeah, it's not morbid time. What was the treat he's like, we need to do the treatment now. So did he just keep putting off his treatment that could have saved his extended his life this his whole time? Mm-hmm. Because why they needed to capture Picard and steal his blood when I still think they could have asked for it. I think Picard would have been like, well, I, I guess I have to save him. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many unnecessary questions. Really, I, mean, make I, us look at I, I think it's right off the bat. I think it's in season one of the next generation, the crystalline entity, right? They're like, you have to kill it. And he's like, well, it's, it's a, it's an animal. It has just as much, much, just as much right to live as we do. And they're like, no, nuke it. God damn it. What are you mm-hmm. doing? I think the same thing would happen. He'd be like, oh, we have to let him live. Oh, this, the, because it kind of happens in insurrection too. It's like we can't yeah, remove I, them from this planet; they'll die. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's interesting because throughout the, at least the episodes I've watched so far, Picard has such an interesting dynamic, and in, like he really does at at most levels try to preserve and protect uh, all life, <laughs> regardless. The other thing too is there there are episodes where you know I just watched the one where he had like a replacement take over his body while he was like kidnapped and like watches an experiment and like he does not react well to that and he imprisons the people that imprison him to teach them a lesson and there's another episode where clones are taken over and he and Riker both have this uh this uh agreement that you know doppelgangers and, and clones and stuff are 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 not appropriate so then it actually would create the dilemma and the the proposal that you had you know picard might actually have a dilemma on wanting to save someone that's a clone of himself yeah that's i think that would have been really interesting i mean like i even would be okay with like it being a thing where like you're not even allowing that to him to decide to help him or not it actually is a dilemma and it truthfully is there and picard's not wanting to comply because of it and it's only after you find out there actually is some type of subverted plan underneath all of it but 
the initial tensions actually from the fact that Picard's refusing to to save that person and it's threatening a, tr- a potential treaty that could be formed between the Romulans uh, and the Federation. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a, to me, that would be a much cooler and in-depth plot. that's nuanced, but Picard, yeah, Picard was always more about life and peace and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if you've got, have you got to the episode yet where they capture a lone Borg? Uh no, I, I okay. I, I've only well, had I've only had a couple episodes with the Borg. Uh, that like, that episode as well. The Dubs Dubs knows what I'm talking about. The one with you, where they have that dilemma, and then they decide, okay, well, we're gonna have to do this. And further, uh, Zach and Dubs, what season was that one? There are four lights in. Oh shit! I, I don't think Chucky's that far yet. Six. I want to say it was like. It's four. later on. It's much later. I think. Yeah, it's like. But anyway, there's there's that episode too. Uh, the Cardassians do some pretty fucked up stuff to him, and ultimately he's still for peace with the Cardassian Union. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's, I can see that. that that's who he is. And yeah. here and yet, in I agree. Movie, I all right, see. one small quip because I don't want to forget it at all. Why the fuck wasn't Q in any of the films? Great fucking question. Mm-hmm. I've been wondering that too, actually. Yeah, especially if this is supposed to be a whole closure type of thing of any kind, which it definitely isn't because fuck the ending of this movie. But uh, but seriously though, Q could have been could have been in any of these films. He could have he could have popped out of Tom Hardy's head and be like, surprise! <laughs> they, they, didn't want, the, they didn't they want John Delancey to like steal the whole movie because he's too they, great. He could have been the one to show up right before Picard died and showed up, and he and Shatner and uh, Picard had like this crazy scene uh whenever they're like in the from nexus. generations in the, in the nexus yeah they're just hanging out in the nexus and he's like oh yeah this is like my vacation home that would have made the most sense for him to appear in that first movie i think yeah it would have explained it yeah i mean you that would have actually been really interesting because he could have been on picard's shoulder he could be like, but jean luc if you stay here you'll have paradise forever yeah yeah it yeah. would have been really cool uh, to see him to kind of toy with him and, and tease him. We stuff. should have wrote these movies. It's <laughs> true, we should. Yes, <laughs> We're all, except for Dubs, sitting here like, I haven't even seen all of Star Trek yet, but I'm better at Star Trek than Star Trek is. <laughs> I'm not I'm not better at Star Trek than Star Trek, but I'm definitely better at Star Trek than the movie the executives that are looking for lowest common denominator. Yeah. Because Berman. This is definitely this is definitely the whole we're gonna blow up the world because that's where the United States is and you don't mess with the that's US. That's exactly right. That's, that's where all your stuff is. Well, fuck Texas is there. They better not blow up Texas. They're gonna blow up Earth. That's where my grandma lives. Freedom don't come free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want my, them, you want space Walmart. freedom? You come and take it, space freedom. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna morb. You pry my phaser from my cold, dead space fingers. You do like that. To- <laughs> you do the Toby Keith song. I put my space boot in their ass. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, I I think it comes down to you know the production company that were like trying to make it normie in a way, and they probably looked at Q and be like, "This is kind of silly." But then again, I'm like. That silliness is kind of normie shit as well. Part of Star Trek. Yeah. The levity, the silliness, the jokiness. Like, you got to have a little bit of that in there, or it just doesn't feel like Star Trek. And I think, not, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the new Star Trek shit, but I think that's what people have a problem with. And that brand new series, um, what's it called? Stranger New Worlds. 
Strange New Worlds, it's doing really well. And for what I understand, it brought back some of the silly. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, case in point. Yeah, none of this exists. I, you, you said the, the newer things. I'm assuming you're referring to like Picard the and uh, Discovery. Discovery. Oh, the shows and stuff. Have you watched the like the new like rebooted films at all? Like the, the yeah, the rebooted. Kelvin verse. Uh, yeah, they're they're okay. I actually the third um of the rebooted movies i love i, I fucking love into the uh, darkness beyond i think no into darkness is the second one right that's the one with uh benedict cumberbatch right i think it's, yeah it's yeah, John. It's, yeah it's that one that's yeah, that's it, into darkness yeah into darkness is i think the weakest it's, of the three but it's yeah, fun it's, little... it's a fun movie but i think mm-hmm. star trek beyond is like a genuinely good movie it's fun that's a good movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah and uh, I think, yeah, I think I think that's one of the things that helped those movies is that they try to keep a balance of levity. Uh, and they, they got some know. silliness in it, and they're not too Star Trekky. Like, there's not a lot of like diplomacy stuff, but it's it's more the original series, and I think they get away with it a little bit. Like in the third movie, there's like a dirt bike scene, and it doesn't feel out of place. They figured it out. Like it's. <laughs> But in this movie, there's a dune buggy scene, and it feels out of place as hell. Yeah, it so. does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, they tried to do uh, a thing where before uh, it's going to, like, backstab the next generation, but lo and behold, it's actually Data. And he, uh, they get in this little spaceship thing. Uh <laughs> And, like, instead of going out the front door, the front dock, uh, because they block <sighs> it, they go through, like, the hallways of the ship. And I, like... And then fly through a skylight. I, I This is me being, like, autistic. I'm like, really? The size of that ship is going through the hallways of this, like, other ship? I'm like, this is... Like, they should be hitting the walls and shit. Uh, well, yeah, not only that, though, but before that, they're like, we can't go through the bay. They've got their fucking shields up. Because they escaped through that fucking skylight, that means the shields weren't up in that specific spot. The fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> but uh, they escape, uh, and they do like this side kind of thing where some of the Romulans are on Tom Hardy's side, but this this bitch right here is like, I think he's evil. I don't trust his plan fully. Um, and it like pays off later because. And I will. Here's a positive note: when they're actually having battles and shit, like space battles, that's I was cool. just about to say this. It's that's a pretty fucking cool fight. I like that. And it's so weird because the graphics in it, I thought, have aged really well during the fight. I think it looks really cool. Mm. But everything else looks like shit. Like when the stupid weapons deploying on the scimitar, and when the stupid little amulet poisons everyone with stone magic at the beginning, they look terrible. So, like. Where, where's you know where the budget went? Yeah, I guess so. Because during the actual fight, when the 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 two, especially after the two Romulan ships join the fight, it's pretty exciting. It's a fun little part. Yeah, I mean, it's why they made Tom Hardy look like a veiny dick here at the end. They're just like give him give him all the fucking purple veins and shit. He's dying when you eat too much chicken nuggies. Um, <laughs> you get choked on the last nuggie, but it's like <laughs> I got the rest down. Um. It, I I I don't like Tom Hardy's character. I I just think the whole plot was stupid. Uh, and how can I put this? Like, bad movie. 
Like it, like anything. This, this is like a filler movie. Like, I, if if anything, I'm watching a filler episode of the Next Generation. I'm like, eh, it's okay. Let's let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it yeah. up. Uh, yeah. there there was one one final point that I wanted to get in about this movie, and this is something I guess I like. I think because I've been whining about it the last three episodes, and they did it in this movie, and I don't feel like it helped that much. So maybe I'm a dumbass, but. They finally got away from that thing where they have to give everyone something to do. Every major character has to have something to do. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, Jordy doesn't do much in this movie except horse around with B4 a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think Dr. Crusher's only in like two scenes, which you know, kind of sucks. I, you know, I like yeah, these are all characters I like, but uh, uh, Worf, why is Worf in this movie? What a waste. Also, why isn't he even on the. Enterprise, he should be at Deep Space Nine, I think. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's done with that. He's done I with guess. That. I actually, I, I, I nerded out because I was like, "Isn't Worf fucking married at this point?" You know, I like looked up the, <laughs> the, the chronology of Deep Space Nine versus the movies and a bunch of other stuff. I was like, "Shouldn't he be with his wife?" <laughs> yeah, don't don't think too much about it. You get all butt hurt. <laughs> he shouldn't though. No, it, it 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 does make sense, but for for other reasons. I, I will say this. So I give a positive for the space fight, and then I'll give him a positive because when I first saw this movie, I was fucking sad for Data. I was like, oh, man, he's, like, one of my favorite characters. Like, now he's dead. Yeah. Like, they, they did a good job of, like, kind of doing a send-off, but then, like, when I watched it a second and third time um, recently, um, <laughs> that's right, I only watched it three times because this movie's shit. Uh <laughs> But, like, I was like, yeah, but he's still kind of alive in the Picard series. So, like, this the scene gets ruined by Picard. <laughs> I mean, this this movie sucks hard, but somehow even it was ruined by Picard. Yes. Uh, so, like, that was great. Uh, the fucking Enterprise got fucked, <laughs> like, royally. Uh, and the ending where he's talking to before... Uh, and then like he sings a song and B4 is humming and then Picard smiles because I guess there's data, like eventually data is going to like bloom eventually, uh, where all the memories catch up and that's where it ends. And when I first saw this movie for the first time, I was like, you motherfuckers ruined the C- series finale of the next generation with this movie. All good things, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it it left the fucking like I felt like I was throwing up th- throughout this whole movie. You know, like <laughs> when you have the stomach virus and like you could taste the throw up because like there's throw up in your teeth and shit, and you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. ugh, I gotta go throw up again. Like that's this movie. I just kept on puking. Why um, heaving? Yeah. So. I do not recommend this movie. If anything, watch the Next Generation series finale. Watch First Contact. <laughs> and then stop watching anything other Next Generation. Yeah, that's... I mean, if if you're looking for a modern way to, to get sainthood, tell people to not watch this movie and not ruin the end of Next Generation for themselves. Yes. <laughs> that's the, that is the best thing you could do on this earth. 
<laughs> yeah, the nice thing is knowing it exists now, I'm just going to place it out of my head. And, and just when I watch a series, I won't have to come back to it. So I'll never watch it. But yeah, mm, I couldn't agree right. more. I don't I don't recommend it. Let's please stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm so over. I mean, we're going to talk more about it when we rank, but but still. Zach, what about you? Uh, I don't recommend it. I don't have a huge connection to Star Trek yet still. Mm-hmm. But uh, You said so yet. I- I still have like an outsider perspective on these. So, yeah. And Andy, what about you? I didn't, I didn't get yours. Don't, don't, don't particularly recommend. Don't do it. I mean, honestly, like with Insurrection, I was like, if it's on TV, I guess watch it. Like with Nemesis, don't even bother with that. Like, keep flipping. Watch the fucking Weather Channel, man. I don't know. Like, yeah, if you have to finish, if you have to, like for completion's sake be able to know what everything that's happened and everything related to next generation, then instead of watching this movie, go and read the cliff notes or the wiki about what happened in the plot to save yourself the trouble. Or maybe or it's probably better. Or take Morbius's uh uh you know situation just have sex. Have sex. That's all you need. Just, just have sex. Yes. Yeah. And you you'll do better than Nemesis. Uh <laughs> So anyway, let's get into the rankings since we're done with the next generation movies. Which, by the way, the next Star Trek movies we have is the newer, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek. If we want to ever finish the Star Trek movies, so well, we had what like two and a half years in between the originals and these. So. Yeah, I, th- I think we can wait a minute. Yeah, so eventually, yeah, five years. Eventually, we'll get to that. Um, I'm gonna go first with my list. Uh, and then we'll get to your guys' list, and then obviously we'll rank the final. Uh, I'm going to go from four to one. Number four, Nemesis. Uh, not a shocker there. The, no way. A shocker here for me uh, is number three, Generations. Uh, number two, Insurrection. And number one, First Contact. Andy, you're up. Uh, I, did, I did a weird. Um, until we watched Nemesis... I was going to put it at the bottom, but something weird happened. I still despise Nemesis, but I think it's better than Insurrection for one reason. Nemesis, Nemesis is dumb, and I hate it, but it has like some thrilling bits. Insurrection is boring. I don't like boring. Insurrection at all. So what I did, just for the sake of conversation, I got Insurrection at number four. I got Nemesis at number three. And then Generations, and then, of course, First Contact is number one. Okay. Holy shit. That just blew my mind. Insurrection is so stone-cold boring. It's just nothing happens. Everyone's wearing brown. All the backgrounds are just like Southern California desert. Yeah. And, okay. like, you know what else has a purple space bazooka for, like, a minute. And yeah, yeah. you know what else is boring? You know what else is boring? Chicken noodle soup is boring, but I would rather eat chicken noodle soup than shit. Yeah. No, I insurrection is is like is like water that was left out in ninety degree. Weather. Who's the better like, villain? There's yeah. Stri- yeah I would drink warm water than I would drink hot water than drink than eat shit. All right. I mean, we know what your number yeah. four is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of thrown off by that. I just there's but, there's a cool space fight in Nemesis. Um. Some of the design is cool. Like I know they look like freaking 
what, what did I say? Uh, Hellraiser cosplay? The Draculas, the Morbiuses, but eh, it's kind of cool. It's not very Star Trek, but it's kind of cool. I like uh, I like the rifles that the Remans use. I like that they go to Romulus. That's neat. We didn't see a lot of Romulus before. and I don't, There's a lot of stuff in Nemesis that's like, eh, that's neat. I like that. And interaction is just like, I'm struggling to stay awake. So that, that's why that's why I went that way. They now don't get me wrong, both of them still absolute trash. But as long as we gotta rank them, that's that's the way I chose to do it. Anyway, so okay. now, now when do you two go? Zach, go. Okay, I got uh I got Nemesis at four, uh and insurrection at three, and generations at two, and first contact at one. Zach's got the the commonly accepted actual ranking version of these movies. I think that's what most people agree with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh yeah. you want to say your scores by the way cuz you always give your scores. Yeah, uh uh hang on. There's the real time things are happening in my brain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh shit. Nemesis <laughs> is 4.7 out of 10. Insurrection is 5 out of 10. Generations is six out of ten. First contact is six point five. Did out you 10. really put it in that light blue fucking? Yeah, why I did because it was on a black background. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, because it's Star Trek. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There it is. Like the Nailed computers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chaz, you're up. Okay, so mine actually has changed in the past week. Uh, I mean, going into it, I would have probably ranked nemesis 4 even before i watched it given how much hype you guys put on it mm. um but uh this is my up-to-date list uh so four i have nemesis uh i have insurrection at three i have uh generations at two and at first contact at one i think yeah. the gap between nemesis and and three slash two are are very wide and i think the gap between three and two but two first contact are very wide i just i originally had um uh, insurrection at number two um however the more of the series i have watched and the more i've grown to love it i that movie does not age well looking at it now same thing with nemesis i'm just more pissed that we've even talked about it today like I'm like I'm again. I watched it. I wasn't even looking forward to watching. I had to like force myself to watch an episode or two of TNG just to get back into it and go. Oh no, this is what I like. Never mind. Oh okay, yeah, this is good. Good. Yeah, okay. I, I, did, okay. I didn't have a stroke. <laughs> I, I might have to do that again. I, I'm like I'm just reminding myself. No, we we had a good binge because I had a good run of episodes uh, last night. Like I watched like four or five in a row that were all just like back to back that were really good. So I gotta you're, you're gonna start that. seeing that more and more. Like there's there's like no stinkers for like a few seasons at, at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, I'm on a good solid run of like I don't I don't think I've had any episodes that I would just like I'll oh, take it or leave it for a while. Most of season three's been really good, and again, I feel like it's just gonna keep going from there. So, um, Chaz and Zach both have what I consider to be pretty much the official ranking of these movies that makes the most sense to me like i said i wanted to i wanted to like have a conversation and i i kind of got to say my piece about why nemesis can be better than insurrection a bit i just think insurrection is just it's the color brown and nemesis is like shit but it's someone <laughs> stuck like a neon cathode in it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it's shit wrapped in gold yeah so what it's sparkly shit but uh 
Dubs, why the fuck do you have Insurrection at two? That's what we got to discuss. So I like the villain more than Soren or whatever his name was. Mr. Stretchface Boy. Yeah. Oh, wow. it, I'm so old. Yeah. Mr. 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. Okay. Yeah. Even though, <laughs> even, 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 even though, so even though Stretchface uh, stretch was like lame compared to every villain that we experience in the next generation. Um, I was at least I was like I I get his plan kind of a little bit. Uh, and he was he has more of a personality than Soren did because Soren's like I need to get back to the Nexus to see my family, and then you never see him in the Nexus, and then you're just like, oh, there's Kirk, but I want to know more about the Nexus, but you don't, and then mm-hmm. I just kind of go, well, the movie was good because you got to see Picard and Kirk in the same screen, but then other than that, like. What is good about that movie? Like not much. Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah. that it gets by a lot on just that—the mm. novelty of oh, it's got both captains. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's why I have it at number three. Obviously, if you guys outnumber me, um, generations could go at number two. But literally, the thing that literally put it over barely uh, is the villain, because uh, I think every villain. Especially in movies, like it, you have to when you have a, a movie, you have to have a protagonist and an antagonist. Uh, and when you have someone lame as Soren, I kind of go, I okay, whatever. Um, but Stretch Face, I guess, is a little bit better, so that's why it's ahead of it. Now, the question to you, to you, Andy, is: Are you conceding Nemesis at number four? Oh yeah, easily. Nemesis is awful. (laughs) It's just like I said. Like I said, that was my whole point. Is like there, there's different ways to look at this sometimes. And I'm gonna, I'll sit on this ranking. But no, Chaz and Zach got it right. No, they ranked the movies the way they should be ranked. I think Mm -hmm. it's just you know that space fight's pretty thrilling and it has some good design and stuff. But in Insurrection, it's just like that big dumb satellite that looks shitty. And it's got like an incomplete blue screen as a background. And I just don't like Mr. Stretchface guy. And like all of his henchmen are just like, I, I remember you. My, I, I used to help change your diapers, young man. No one helped change those Dracula's diapers except the devil. Okay. That, <laughs> they're just cooler. So, so uh, you know, it's, it's, it is kind of neat. A bunch of like goddamn Nosferatu's and Morbiuses are trying to blow up Earth with a with a super spaceship named the Scimitar. <laughs> and Bane is there, and he's bald for some reason. And he's yelling, he's yelling at Professor X that they're clones, and like <laughs> nothing makes sense. And like part of me is like, I don't know what's going on, but this is fucking weird. I guess I'll have to watch until the end. Uh, but don't though. Uh, motion to change the name of the space uh, Dracula name. Can we call it Space Feratu? Space Feratu. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So much better. I mean, uh, I'll say this too about Nemesis. I, I rated it a lower movie and I rated it underneath Insurrection, but I would rather watch it than Insurrection any day. That's exactly right. It's exactly. If someone came over tomorrow and was like, I've seen every Star Trek movie except Insurrection and Nemesis, which one do you want to watch? I'd be like, I guess Nemesis. Yeah, but that's like, it's like kind of like looking back and watching like episode one of like 
uh, of Star Wars. You're just like, oh, well, I'll watch it because it's so comically bad. I'll, I'll go back and watch it for the memes or whatever. I don't even know if I'd want to watch this movie because I think at this point I haven't reached the, that, uh, the reason oh, I where I can we, laugh we, and have we riffed, and we, riffed, we riffed on it so hard. Like, if we ever hang out and want to watch this movie, you know, we always do a Star Wars whiskey Christmas. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do a Star, Star Trek whiskey Christmas. Star Trek whiskey Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, whiskey. No, thanks. I, yeah, that's right. Star Trek whiskey Independence Day. That's right. I think we do that. <laughs> like I, I'm not there yet, but I think once I finish the series, I'll probably have that appreciation and get there. But right now, it just makes me mad. So I gotta get to the good ending and know where no, I'm at. There will be fury. Don't don't worry. The whiskey <laughs> will exacerbate the fury as well. <laughs> what are you doing? I, I don't even know. know what this is all about. I just I just that's just how I feel. Now, you know, we talked about like, the rankings and going back and forth. I mean, I, I do think that the way I ranked it is, has been correct. And I feel like I feel firmer in that position. I don't think it's going to change. But uh, as I like, watch the series, but if I would have ranked these a week ago, like, you know, we delayed our, our show for a week. Had I ranked this exactly one week from today uh, with everything, watching them as fresh and everything uh, at that time, I would have ranked Insurrection at two. Uh, and again, I, I think that I agree with uh, with Joe. I do like the villain more than I did in Generations. Again, Generations gets by on uh, nostalgia. On the problem I have now is that as I've watched more and more Star Trek, and I have more depth to the characters, and I have more understanding of of where they stand. There are a lot of things that happen in Insurrection that go against the core of their their characters. So that to me now makes that that movie stand out a little more, and it's like, oh, I don't really enjoy that now. It is just a kind of a boring thing because it's there's nothing intriguing about them going against what their the core of their their character arcs and stuff are. So uh, I guess to me, I, I'm just not to me. I, I I'm not as high on that movie anymore now that I've I've had enough time to to process it and everything. So I Dubs, um, you you dump Insurrection at number three, buddy. Oh yeah, I, I I knew that was coming. Uh, but right. I I kind of want to like defend a little thing about um, well, go against I guess generations is like I tried to think about it like the whole time and like so they go to they they start off with the U.S. Enterprise where uh, uh Ferris Bueller's uh, friend is the captain and he you know <laughs> is you know he can't do captain shit so kirk gets involved and kirk is like uh, i can't take your chair and then he dies or whatever uh and then it like does this side story about the nexus and like most star trek episodes like they it, even though they do it so quick they go well you know the, this place is just like this and this is how we came up with science and stuff and this they're just like it's it's uh it's whatever uh Picard and, and Kirk are there and now they're in a universe where they're fighting this villain. I think if anything, they ch- should have chose a villain that kind of crossfades with Picard and Kirk. And I'm trying to think what villain that could be, or at least a race. Where isn't there like a little more than a hundred years difference between the two timelines, right? Yeah, but it's when like you have years, yeah. When you have warp drive, you could cut the the I mean yeah, there's all kinds yeah. of time travel horse shit yeah. all over Star Trek. I mean you're right. Yeah, they could have done something like that, but that's where Q I, should have been there. You could have had a thing where Q was like the thing linking them together and Q even though Q initially seems like the villain, he's actually the guy trying to help. And it's exactly the Q, Q would have worked like, out really well yes. actually. Mm-hmm. Because it, it looks like it looks like Q has finally gone off the deep end, and he's like doing some real serious time bullshit. 
And then at the end, like his interference has actually caused them to fix something. Uh, some a smarter science fiction writer than me should be able to do something with that. I I, I would have done something stupid because like it's Q, but he's like still like testing Picard, and like Kirk still needs to die. And, like after Kirk dies, he's like, "You passed the test," and he's like, "What? You made me kill? Him? You, you killed fucking Kirk?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "You can't be in the same universe, uh, like timeline, and it wouldn't make any sense." And like he needs to die. Oh yeah. Oh, you mean like yeah? So whenever they're like, oh, let's get him back and save him, and he's like, no, let him be. That, yeah. that was the cue. Like, oh yeah, you did it. Good yeah. job, buddy. Like, and like he goes full blown. Like mariachi band shows up, streamers pop off, and it's like, <laughs> hooray! Yeah. Picard, you passed it. Yeah, that'd been great. Yeah. You no, know, it would have been way cooler. And I know I realized that I I I don't think um, Shatner had it in him to do this big of a movie. Q needed to do something that pitted them against each other. He needed each of them to think that they needed to stop the other one from inadvertently destroying the timeline or something. It's like when Kirk died, he actually did this thing that's going to destroy the whole Alpha Quadrant or something. And then alternatively, he just tells Kirk, oh, this bald guy is just some evil asshole or something. Yeah. <laughs> that that would have been fun. Have them against each other and then they realize they have a common enemy and I don't know. So yeah, there's so many ways it could have been done. But. I'm conceding. I know I'm gonna be outnumbered anyway. Um, but I'm concede anyway. So the final list here at number four, Nemesis, at number three, Insurrection, at number two, Generations, and number one, First Contact. And we don't have any news, by the way. Um, all our news is wrestling, and we're saving that for getting some color. Good. Oh, I do have one bit of news. Okay. Uh, no, no wrestling. No, 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 that's not wrestling related. It was I, I sent it randomly the thing, um, and I, I can't remember the source. I remember seeing it from now. Uh, it's like a random article that brought up uh, in, within the Star Wars canon. Now, Blitzball uh, from Final Fantasy X is a canon sport in yeah, Star Wars, which I, is most random. No, like literally what I said. So apparently, I, I don't know if it was the if it's the novel that's within the, the canon or if it's a comic. But someone that recently had written makes a reference to Blitz, like directly describes it. And the, and the author, I guess, was interviewed. And he had talked about how he he was a huge uh, – he actually was a, a writer for the NHL. And um, he loved hockey. And he really loved Blitzball, like spent hours and hours playing Blitzball on, on Final Fantasy X and decided that he would write it in. So literally intergalactic water hockey – is a sport in Star Wars canon now. Fuck I mean, it's known I, I, as, and it's literally called Blitzball. I have to admit, I'm sure all of us had the same thought in Revenge of the Sith when they're watching that opera, and it's a big water sphere. I'm sure everyone was like, "You could play Blitzball." In there. No, oh, absolutely. That's, that's what I <laughs> but that's kind of the thing. Yeah, they're like he describes a scene that um, that's what? basically like that. They're in a water sphere and they're setting up and they're they're playing this game, and it's like during the Clone Wars. So I guess it's. Uh, it's like at the time period they're passing it is around the time uh, of Anakin's adolescence and everything. It just it was kind of a neat thing. I thought it was kind of cool that that was a tie-in. I just I don't again. I, is it gonna go anywhere? No. Apparently it's like a subtle nod. It's just this guy tying his his own personal likes, and someone was like, "Oh, that seems fine." We don't know what that is, so just oh, yeah. waiting for that to happen. Next what? Kingdom Hearts, Sora plays Blitzball with Darth Vader. Please, some calling. Yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. Harry it's Potter shit is probably going to happen next when they're playing that. Look, Kingdom Hearts is bonkers enough. Have it all sports spinoff. 
I, I don't I don't want to like run around with Donald Goofy. I just want it to be all sports and I want it to be bullshit spreadsheets about managing my team and their RBIs. <laughs> Touchdown on paper. I'm breaded. Anyway, uh <laughs> uh we're, we're going to any other news before we uh close out? I got a fun thing I want to do real quick. Okay. Related to the movies we just talked about. Okay. You guys want to know what the IMDb ratings are for all of these movies? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. I do actually. Here we go. Generations is 6.6 out of 10. First Contact is 7.6 out of 10. Mm-hmm. A little high, but okay. A little high, I think, too, yeah. yeah uh, uh, seven. Insurrection is 6.4 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Way too high. Nemesis is 6.4 out of 10. Oh my way, God. High. way too fucking high. Way <laughs> too high. You know, that's, called, that's called bots. The bots in there just throwing 10 out of 10 at. Oh, why? Shit. Like they're trying to get a bunch of Blu ray sales for Star Trek Nemesis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes Khan. people want to buy a 3 out of 10. It'd be better if they just made it what it is. <laughs> Tony Khan. I think I think people have this weird neuroses where they're like, "Well, I watched the whole thing, so I have to give it at least a seven. <laughs> the they're sick. They're sick people. They're sick they in are. the head. Tony Khan's like, "Let's fucking go watching Nemesis." Anyway, um... these are the people who saw like Batman versus Superman, and they're like, "Well, I sat through the whole thing. I'm a zealot for this now." Like no, it's it's bad. You're allowed to not like something you watched. It's stupid. Martha, it's, it's okay to walk away from an experience and it be sour. Like yeah. it, it's okay. That's mm. right. That's how we grow. All right. Well, if you want to watch more Big Trouble Little Podcast or get in some color, which we'll be recording on Thursday, uh, we'll be back on the grind for that. So get ready for some Raw and some WCW Saturday Night. Um, because we just got off of the pay-per-view with the Beach Blast, right? So we should be getting... We'll see what happens as far as feuds after that. Uh, sure. Anyway, uh, we also, next week, next Tuesday, we're having our 200th episode of Jeopardy. And these guys right here, Andy, Chaz, and Zach, are going to be competing. And I will be the host, and I will be doing the questions. Uh, so get ready for that. Uh, when we come back, cause there is going to be a, a break that's going to be happening, but Andy and Zach are still going to be doing episodes. I don't maybe. know. No maybe, promise. maybe no promise. Uh, but it's after it's probably gonna be Gundam time. Yeah. But after the 200 episode, there's going to be a two week break where we're going to do random shit or not nothing at all. <laughs> we'll see. Um, and then when we come back in the last week of June, we're starting Lord of the Rings. So the fellowship of the ring. Uh, but if you want to catch more of getting some color, big trouble podcast, eventually the nemesis project, and then the metal gear podcast, make sure you go to all of the podcast services. We're also on YouTube. So like, and subscribe our videos, please. And until next time, everybody see you next episode. Stand back. I'm going to morb. There's a hurricane coming through. What's up with that?